The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, here we go. Season uh, number 30 for the Prep Sports Radio Network, and uh, 2019 uh, is a big year in the city of Cincinnati. Uh, there is a huge amount of big Division One recruits, and a bunch of them are on the Elder Panthers. But first off, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, big holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend, the end of the summer. Football was back. The Bengals played last night, but most importantly, the UC Bearcats won last night, beat uh, the UCLA Bruins. Tom was there. We'll right. talk about that probably in the postgame show. But, guys, uh, this time of the year is one of those things where the hopes and desires and wishes and dreams of uh, high school teams all over the city, you're looking forward to a big, strong year. And I know the Elder Panthers in many, many uh, preseason polls uh, are number one rated by a lot of people, and uh, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. It is. Uh, you know, Doug Ramsey kind of laughed it off the other night. He said, I guess they, they all think we're number one. But, you know, everybody's going in right now in Ohio, you know, no win, you know, zero, zero perfect record, no wins, no losses. And, uh, you know, everybody's got the eye on getting to week 11. Plus you have your other goals of trying to win your league and uh, just, uh, you know, winning as many games, if not all of them, as possible. So you have all those things in front of you at this point, and anything's possible. And like they say, that's why they play the game. So, you know, a lot of expectations uh, tonight, a lot of uh, butterflies and a lot of kids' stomach across the tri-state. Tom, uh Last time we were lucky enough to do a broadcast was way back last year in the regional final game where the Elder Panthers lost to Colerain 42 to nothing. And I jokingly tell people that it was a closer game it than the was. score let out because there were some some calls that made things go the way it, it turned out eventually. But going into halftime, the Elder was in with a couple – they were within a couple uh, scores and uh, were really you know, playing well. But, of course, the big loss in that game, Michael Bittner, uh, uh, losing him at quarterback last year. Uh, of course, he's uh, through for 2,235 yards. <laughs> losing that yeah. going into your regional final against Coring wasn't easy. But those days are gone. Time to turn that off and look forward. And there's a lot of big names and new names that a lot of people are going to be looking at uh, for the Elder Panthers. Yeah, you're right, Mark and Steve. Uh, uh, this is a new year, and, uh, you know, uh, Michael Bittner graduated and down at the University of Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken, and Matthew Luby, who did get some playing time last year, is going to be the, uh, the senior starter at quarterback for the Panthers. Doug mentioned that on Tuesday night that, He's very athletic, and he's got one of the quickest first steps that he's seen, and that'll be important. Uh, and, uh, you know, without, you know, diving right into all the details about the Elder Panthers, uh, Doug mentioned on, on Tuesday that uh, it's going to be a, a season where, just like a lot of other seasons, where uh, they should expect to win the games that you're expected to win and then be competitive in the other games. 
And and the one caveat that he mentioned on Tuesday that that I took away was one interesting schedule change versus the previous three or four years is uh, Ryle High School out of Kentucky uh, takes the place of the St. Ignatius game in week five out of Cleveland. And if you're not familiar with why that's important, the reason it's important is when it was Ignatius on the schedule in week five, Week four, it was Cleveland-St. Ed, and then it was Cleveland-St. Ignatius, and then it was St. X, then it was Moeller, then it was Wynton Woods. And Doug was mentioning to us that it was five weeks in a row where, boom, boom, five straight tough Division One football games. And Ryle kind of not – he didn't want to say it gives them a breather, but it gives them a chance to maybe collect themselves a little bit, and it's not the – it's not the challenge of, dri- of driving up to Cleveland, for instance. Maybe it's, it's you know it's a home game this year against Ryle, but that in alone should should help because you know week after week after week five times in a row it's really tough. Yeah, the schedule is uh, murderer's row, and and you you didn't get a break, and there was very little room for error. So, but Ryle, you know, it's one of those they they generally have a, a decent record, so it won't be one of those where oh we won't get the Harbin points, right? Uh, but it, it it's a uh, not to say a breather, but it's more of a normal type of high school team. Right, it is. And I know we don't like to compare records on this broadcast, but nevertheless, Cuffcath played and, and shut out Ryle last week, 37 to nothing. Cuffcath, by the way, is going to be the number one team in the state, at least in northern Kentucky. So it'll be, you know, we don't compare scores, but that should be encouraging for the Elder Panthers. Steve, uh, we're... We're, we'll, we'll be doing our post-game show after this uh, broadcast, when, and we're not going to be at La Rosa tonight. We're at a undisclosed location <laughs> on a deck in the in Western Hills, and if it sounds a little more nasally than normal, we're using the exact same equipment that we used to broadcast on back in the old days when we the miracle at Middletown, uh, the machine in front of me. We some of the most historic games you ever heard on Elder Radio uh, came through this old machine, and uh, but. The reason we're doing this is Len and Phil are up in, in Columbus, and they have to connect with uh, through the digital uh, port through Sacred Heart Radio, and we come through the normal phone line. So it sounds like so, so we're, we're make, talking through a better phone line. That's what's happening. Make, making an airline analogy, uh, they're up there on a jet, and we're on a prop. <laughs> yeah, right. But, Steve, a uh, lot of big games uh, tonight we're going to be following, and, and uh you know, I mentioned a little bit. There's so many good matchups, so many teams that are are really playing well. Uh, and and one of the teams that is just getting all the press in the city, besides the Elder Panthers, is Princeton Vikings. It seems like I think nine. I read nine out of their uh, guys on their team are divi- major Division One recruits, and and uh, that. That's going to be a big. I think they're playing uh, Milford tonight. If I'm not, yeah, they're yeah. playing. They're, so Tom Grippa gets to start off with them. But there's a lot of good, a lot of good teams tonight. A lot of good, a lot of good matchups. Uh, Princeton Vikings. Uh, they, uh, they, you know, they got a lot of players, a lot of D1 players by hook or crook. They uh, a lot of people just kind of showed <laughs> well up. Said. Well said. Uh, a lot of people just kind of showed up this year, um, and uh, you know, more power to the players. And uh, you know, when they get recruited at the next level. Already know how it works. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you've been hearing a lot. Paris Johnson, uh, junior. Guy, junior, going to Ohio State, and and uh, but I, I printed out some of the the top 100 um, recruits in the state of Ohio, and almost 30 of them come from Cincinnati, and a bunch from from Princeton. So that's going to be a team to watch. And it's interesting in the GMC uh, how 
you know, Tom Bolden left Coleraine and went to Lakota West, and so you got uh, perhaps the first time in a long time that G- the, in the GMC, Coleraine won't be the the team that people are looking at to be the number one. You got perhaps maybe Princeton one, perhaps Lakota West two, or and Lakota whatever. Lakota West uh, <laughs> allegedly beat Coleraine last week in a, in a scrimmage game. So, you know, Lakota West, Tom Bolden, kind of knowing how all the nuts and bolts come together at Coleraine pretty much dismantle them when they played them in a scrimmage. But talking about Tom Bolton and Lakota West, Tom, they travel out to play your Lancers tonight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're going to see you know, exactly what they got. Uh, LaSalle, you know, coming off of a 4-5 and five season last year, and they missed the playoffs for the first time since 2013. And Tom Bolton is, you know, his first game at, at Lakota West is trying to uh, – you know, establish uh, his tradition there. And I know Pat McLaughlin out at LaSalle, uh, he was very disappointed last year they didn't make the playoffs. And uh, they got some big players out there as well, and probably one of the best field goal kickers in the country, uh, that uh, Cybert kid. Uh, so that, that, that should yeah. be a good one. It, it should. Uh, LaSalle head-to-head against uh, Tom Bolden is 3-2 and two when he was at Coleraine. So, um, you know, I don't know what that means other than they know kind of what he runs and has been somewhat successful. Uh, LaSalle was shut out last year by Coleraine, but it's totally different. And I think for Bolden it was interesting that he left Coleraine, but uh, what's not to like about the school district of Lakota? And Lakota West should be having better records than they have had the last five, ten years. And I think Tom Bolden's the, the perfect fit for that school and uh, it, it may be the beginning of the end for the Coleraine run. You know, these, these records of, I don't know how many, maybe close to 100 games or whatever where they haven't had a, a league loss. So, uh, you know, it would just be interesting to see. Um, but LaSalle's going to host Lakota West tonight, and it's a big game for both schools, a big game for the GCL, and also a big game for the GMC. All right, looks like it's time for us to take our first time out. Just got a message in Mike Neiman listening uh, to Nemo. us, uh, Nemo's uh, on a parent bus and uh, listening to us loud and clear, I'm sure, through the, the app, one of the apps that we're on. Uh, but this is the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. When we come out, we're going to delve deeper into the night's game uh, right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. 
I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend at it is discretionary. Pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. And welcome back to the Mercy Health Sports Orthopedic uh, Sports Medicine and Orthopedics pregame show. That's a long title to say. <laughs> and it's game one, so we'll we'll have that thing down pat by the end of the year, I'm sure. But tonight, guys, uh, the Elder Panthers are heading north to the Columbus uh, uh, suburb of uh, Gahana and uh, taking on Lincoln High School, the Lions, and and uh, just got a message that, uh, from uh, Mike Neiman that uh, they are in uh, the, a lot of traffic issues up there and uh, in, in that area. So I uh, hope everyone will make it the game on time. And I also got my son Rob listening down in Tennessee says uh, it's coming in and clear the bell as well on the app. So let's look a little bit at tonight's game, Steve. Uh, let's go view the Gahana Link. We don't have a lot on them. It's hard to find a, a lot of information on them, but you were able to dig and yeah, find was, some some uh, little bit of snippets here and there. It was a lot of work, but, uh, you know, I'm not complaining. It was fun getting it all together or pulling it together and just trying to figure out a little bit of pieces of the puzzle. But Bruce Ward is their coach. He's been their coach since 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're going to have a lot of fresh faces this year. They lost a lot of kids to graduation. They lost the, their workhorse running back from last year, Justice Harris, to graduation. So they're going to be uh, trying some new guys at the running back position. They have several two-way players, and they're, this is important. They're a run-first team. They, they don't pass the ball a lot. The returning quarterback, Will Thomas, 6'1", 205-pound uh, senior, he last year threw, he completed, he threw the ball 178 times, completed it 98 for 1,050 yards. So less than half of, of what you would expect out of an elder Panther-type offense. So they don't throw the ball that much. He also uh, rushed for uh, four touchdowns, or, or he threw for eight touchdowns, rushed for four. They have a, their uh, running back this year. Is going to be Travis Whitaker, 5'9", 189 pounds. He rushed last year for only 262 yards, but he's going to be their leading running back, and he was also the leading tackler last year on defense, so he's going to be one of those key players. A receiver that you're going to hear a lot about, Cam Moore, 6'180", six, six pounds senior. He was, was their top receiver last year with only 13 receptions, so kind of give you a, a, an idea of how that works. And Kobe Stillwell, another receiver, that we're going to hear a lot about. Last year they were 5-6. and six. They were the number five seed in the D1 Region 2 playoffs. Uh, they got knocked out in the first round. But due to some shuffling around, they're in Region 3 now, which is more of a Columbus-based area. But they've been in the playoffs the last four of the five years, and they come out of the Ohio Central Conference. And that's everything I know about uh, the Gahana Lincoln. Gahanna. Like banana. Like a banana. Gahanna Lincoln Lions. All right, in our last uh, five minutes here or so, let's uh, switch on uh, over to Tom. And there's some big names uh, you're going to hear a lot of at Elder and uh, a lot of high expectations for the Panthers this year. Yeah, uh, I guess if you're anything familiar with Elder, you've heard during the offseason that the offense is going to be a little bit further along than the defense uh, this time of the year. But uh, Doug's entering, Doug Ramsey entering his 23rd year. Um, last year, Elder opened uh, at home against Gahanna Lincoln and just took them to the woodshed, beating them 31 to nothing. Um, Elder's got a, a real good schedule that we alluded to a little bit earlier, 
And in um, this year uh, on defense, uh, there's going to be a little bit different. The defensive line for Elder is a little bit undersized than what everybody's been used to in the past. So what uh, Elder's going to do, not all the time, but just in certain situations and probably against certain teams, is they're going to have a couple players playing both sides of the ball. And those players are going to be uh, lineman Luke Kandra, uh, lineman uh, Carter Smith, uh, wide receiver Joe Rohr, and the uh, tight end David Larkins. Those four guys are going to take turns either at the nose tackle position or the defensive end positions uh, as needed uh, to kind of beef up the defensive line based on the competition. So that'll be uh, interesting to say. Once again, Elder Panthers, you know how it, how it goes. Uh, they want to play. They've, they've come up to the system at the grade schools. Uh, so they have that, that camaraderie with them all the time. They got a nice blend of speed and strength this year, and Doug has taken the Panthers to the playoffs in 17 of the last 22 seasons. Last year, uh, of course, we knew that Elder went six and four, made the playoffs, uh, beat Moeller, uh, and then lost to Coleraine in the in the district finals or regional finals, I should say. Um, but so there's a lot to replace. But uh, on offense, and just get to it really quickly. Um, this offensive line, you haven't seen anything like this at Elder in a long, long time. Uh, senior Jacob James at left tackle, uh, he's going to uh, Ohio State. Uh, left guard right next to him is Luke Kandra, and Luke's got a scholarship to uh, Louisville. The center is going to be manned by Mason Berger. Uh, the right guard is Drew Beckenhaupt. And the interesting thing about Drew is he's a junior. That's not the interesting thing. But he's the only junior offensive lineman on the entire roster. And that has never happened before in the history of Elder High School. And Carter Smith is going to man uh, the right tackle position like he did last year. So the three of the five linemen on offense, Jacob James, Luke Kandra, and Carter Smith are returning for their second second uh, time around. The running backs, Joseph Cantania and Cooper Johnson, they both played last year for the Panthers. And Joseph is one of these running backs where he kind of doesn't hit the hole. He kind of looks to see where the hole might be, and then he shoots through the hole. And um, Cooper Johnson, on the other hand, he doesn't care where the hole is. Cooper's going to just run right through and bull rush everybody. And I'm going to call them lightning and thunder this year, so we'll see how that goes. The fullbacks are Nathan Evans and Zach Schlachter. Uh, Doug said we're not going to see a whole lot from the fullback position, but we'll see how that plays out. The tight end, everybody thinks it's going to be Joe Rohr, but it's David Larkins, and David's really talented. And uh, Joe Royer, scholarship to Ohio State next year, he's going to be the wide receiver. And uh, Dakota Postel is going to be another wide receiver. And apparently he blocks really well. He's got good hands, but he's a downfield blocker. And also Scott Neiman on the depth. In the slot position, uh, Evan Vollmer and Doug's son, Drew Ramsey. And the quarterback, like I mentioned, is Matthew Luby. On the defense, there's only two returning starters, Colton Sanders at the outside linebacker and Connor Keyes at the inside linebacker. So once again, there's going to be a guys coming in and guys coming out. We'll see how that works. But a couple, um, like I said, the defensive line's a little bit undersized, so you're going to see the aforementioned offensive linemen in and out throughout the season. And then on special teams, 
we have the uh, Connor Eamon and Sam Harmeyer uh, coming back from last year. Sam's going to do the point after touchdowns and the field goals, and Connor's going to do the kickoffs. All right. That's, those are some of the names you're going to hear a lot of yeah. tonight, and uh, we're, we're, we have so much to talk about. Uh, we, we have to run through this so quickly uh, because the game's going to be coming on yeah. here in a little bit, so we're, we'll be switching it to Columbus here in, in a matter of seconds. But join us following the game for Prep Sports Radio Game Night uh, from an undisclosed location here on the party deck in the Western Hills. We're somewhere not too far. A lot from. of good games tonight. We'll be following them at halftime and in the postgame show. And one thing we'll be talking a lot about uh, at the uh, end of the uh, postgame show is this. Uh, 23 years ago tonight was our the first high school game that was ever streamed on the Internet throughout the country was the Elder Panthers. Now every team is on the Internet, but 23 years ago tonight, uh, it was the Elder uh, Middletown game where Elder won 43-13, to and uh, that happened uh, 23 years ago tonight, and we'll talk a lot about that. But uh, it was started by some guy named Mark Cuban, uh, who, uh, huh. who, who who started this Internet company called AudioNet, which we, we did. And I'll tell the whole story about that following the game. You don't want to miss that one. But that's all the time we have. We're going to switch it up to Columbus, and stay tuned right now. We're going to switch it to Len Harvey, who is on the field with Coach Doug Ramsey. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, so here opening night always gets the juices going, right? Oh, no doubt about it. You know, it's always exciting to get things started. And, uh, you know, I had to travel two hours to do it, but uh, we're going to be ready to roll. Not too bad on Friday night traffic and Labor Day. But uh, running game is going to be very important, Luby and Catania tonight. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, and hopefully uh, Cooper Johnson will be ready to go, too, you know. And, and we'll do some things with other guys out of jet sweep. So, yeah, definitely, you know, I, I think we're going to be a team that can, can run the ball and it, if we can run it, then we can play action pass and do a lot of things off of that. Now, obviously, you've had this before, but when you have players like Joe Royer, Jacob James commit to Ohio State, and Luke Kendra accept uh, an offer from Louisville, how does that make you feel about these kids? Well, you know, it's it, you, you, one, you're proud of them. You're happy for them. You know, it's it's uh, they've worked hard for, for this. And, and, you know, but you try to say to them at the same time, this is going to be the funnest year you've, you've ever had in football. You know, you can think about playing in college football and dream about being in the NFL, but the best year you're ever going to have is your senior in high school. So go out and have fun and and, uh, and win a lot of games. So what are the keys for tonight's game? Um, you know, I, I think offensively is 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 the is the offensive line. You know, and, and get a run game going. If we can get a run game going, we'll be in good shape. And defensively, we can't give up big plays. You know, they got speed, and we got to make them earn everything that they get. What should we look for for Gahanna Lincoln? Um, you know, their quarterback's a really good player. He's a uh, kid who runs around really well, and uh, they've got a slot receiver who uh, has got some good speed. So, uh, you know, it, they, they want to try to get you, you know, big play, you know, and, and, and that's what we got to keep from, from that. Do you watch them against X? Uh, yeah, we had that film exchange, and I was over there watching them. And, uh, you know, yeah, they, they, it was funny. They were rushed. They got there late, and they didn't get off to a, to, to a, to a great start against X. But, uh you know, I, I think that travel, that's the thing that concerns me a little bit. You know, we've got, you know, basically nine, ten new starters on defense, and you're on the bus for two and a half hours, and, 
and you know how do kids handle that? So you know we'll find out a lot tonight about our guys. You mentioned about the travel this year. Looks like you know tonight's game obviously opening night is one. Then you got Cleveland uh, coming up, but really it's uh, a little lo- more local than normal. Yeah, yeah, that's, which is nice. You know, it's what it should be. You know, maybe if you do one game, but uh, you know we were talking on the way up that we only play two teams that are in our region. You know, as far as the playoffs, so there's just something wrong with that. You know, when when you can't get uh, when you can't get games uh, locally, and and you got show you think about our first four games. You know, we've got Columbus, we've got Indianapolis, we've got Florida, and we've got Cleveland. You know, there's just something something wrong with high school football if that's if those are things that have to happen. Exactly, and you know, you 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 look at this situation in game one, but. The kids really don't start developing as a team. You know, you could see about two, three weeks before you get them going, right? Oh, no doubt about that. Especially with an, an experienced group, you know that's that's why you come out early and you got to fight and and, uh, and and work at it. And and you know, I, I think the big jump is from week one to week two, and then you really find out who you are about week four. All right, thanks, coach, and good luck tonight. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and go Panthers. This is Cardinal Raymond Burke. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoping Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schuster, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. 
And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome. We're in the Dominic Benavita broadcast booth and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. The 30th year of opening night of high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Tonight, we are in Gahana Lincoln High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Tonight, it's Gahana Lincoln for the opponent. For the opener, last season, Elder beat Gahana Lincoln 31 to nothing and finished at 8 and 5 with two wins in the playoffs before falling to Colerain 42 to nothing with Michael Bittner and Matthew Luby at quarterback this season will be up to senior Matthew Luby will take the full reins Luby rushed for 310 yards last year and three touchdowns and threw for one more they will miss wide receiver Kyle Trissler to graduation but Ohio State commit Joe Royer at slot and wide receiver as well as great offensive line led by Fellow Ohio State commit Jacob James and Louisville recruit Luke Kendra will aid in the running game. Gahana Lincoln comes in coached by Bruce Ward with a career record of 63-32 and 32 after a 5-6 and six record last season. They're led by senior quarterback Will Thomas and senior running back Travis Whitaker. Now, Phil, the running game is going to be a kill for Elder behind the big offensive line. Well, yeah, the... Panthers coming into this season got a lot on the offensive side of the ball. A lot of guys up front, names you, you know you heard last year with James and Kendra. Uh, you know a lot of those guys are going to be up front again. Carter Smith getting a big push. Tall. Elders running backs are a little bit short this year, so they're going to be hiding. They've done a real good job throughout the scrimmages getting up the field. I think there's not a lot of questions with Elders offense. It's really going to be the defense. It's going to be seeing who shows up on that defense. A lot of new faces, a lot of young guys, guys maybe playing both ways. So I really think Elder here after this kickoff, we're going to find out where the Panthers stand very quickly this season. Wardway Fuel's game time temperature is 81 degrees. Connor Amon will kick it off from right to left to Gahana Lincoln, and it's to the up back, and it's a fumble, but he picks it up at the 20 to the 25, uh, and he's at the 28-yard line. Maybe they'll mark it around the 30-yard line is where they get it. But uh, first play, uh, it looks like Amon just kicked it to the uh, up back instead. Yeah, and I think just they're you're trying to limit some of the ability uh, to get a return on that one there. I can see Coach Isley talking to Connor Amy as he comes off the field. You know, every time they kick off, they get different signals of what they want to do. But the defense is where I'm really interested to see. Carter Smith, I see he's out there. He's on the offensive line. David Larkins up front. Uh, a lot of guys that, that are going to be playing both ways. Jack Tucker is in there, and it looks like the Panthers you know, going with their typical 3-4. Well, Will Thomas, Travis Whitaker, uh, Mylon Brown, the fullback. They go two wide receivers to the right side. Thomas is looking, going to throw the football, and it's complete across the 29 to the 30, but knocked down right there, uh, stopped. And it looked like uh, Cam Morris there on the carry, on the catch. Marcus Sabato on the tackle for Elder. Yeah, Sabato was able to come up the field. David Larkins running in, uh, he put, providing pressure, playing in. Six foot five, got those big hands up. So the ball came out slowly, and Sabato's very quick. So he was able to close on that with no gain. Now, Gahana Lincoln is in their blue jerseys, and the numbers are really hard to see, Phil Bingo. Yeah, the, the the gold on blue, that look is just awful. Yeah, Thomas uh, going to carry it again, this time across the 30, to the 35, to the 36-yard line before he's taken down on that second down carry. It'll be third down coming up. And it's Marco Sabato again going to come up and make that tackle uh, along with Galen, Galen Mitchell gets up there too. 
Wardway Fuels provides heating and oil and propane for the home business and heating needs. Gas grills and pool supplies also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. It'll be a third down and four at the 36-yard line just underway. 10.40 to go in the opening quarter. Two wide receivers off to the left side and one to the right for Hannah Lincoln with Whitaker in the backfield. They go wide right and now they're going to the quarterback keeper across the 40 to the 42-yard line and that'll be enough for a first down, Phil. Yeah, just getting up right now. Like we said, the Panther defense are finding a lot about them, finding out a lot about themselves, running guys in and off up front, trying some different uh, fronts to get in as best they can. So you got a lot of guys just rotating through. Jack Tucker coming off. Kandra was on the field. Uh, Carter Smith has come on and off. So up front, trying some different looks. They are with a first down and 10 at the 42. 10-10 to play in the opening quarter. One wide receiver off to the left, two to the right. Shotgun formation again for Thomas. Thomas gives it to the left side. It's a run to the 50, to the 45, and he's out of bounds at the 43-yard line. Travis Whitaker, believe, on that. Yeah, Travis Whitaker on the carry. Tommy Thamen cleans it up for the Panthers. A couple guys got to him and just slid down. Kind of had gotten out to the side on the sweep, but weren't able to really swing their hips around and make a tackle, and they were just reaching with their arms. And you really can't do that when a guy's running north and south. You're going east and west. You're not going to make an arm tackle. A first down and 10 for the for Gahanna Lincoln at the 41 of Elder. With 9.40 to play in the opening quarter, one wide receiver to the left. Shotgun again formation. They go in motion this time, and they give the quarterback keeper this time inside the 40, the 35 to the 34-yard line before he's fought down by Colton Sanders. You can really tell for the elder defense it's the first game. You know, scrimmages are one thing, but right now I feel like they're real. A lot of guys are real tentative. Uh, I mean, they're kind of coming off making slow reads, not really hitting off the snap of the ball, getting their feet underneath them. But Ghana Lincoln is just moving that football down the field. There are two wide receivers for Ghana to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation for Thomas. Thomas now the give up the middle and there's a quick run for Travis Whitaker inside the 15 to the 10 and he's down to about the 10 yard line and that is a big run for Gahanna Lincoln on that one and he's brought down that time by the Panthers. It looked like uh, Nicholas Seeger on the tackle. Yeah, Seeger makes the tackle for the Panthers. Again, a lot of arm tackling. Guys really aren't getting off blocks. Sometimes you know, that's a product of the rotation where guys just aren't used to, you know, getting into any sort of a rhythm. They mark it at the nine-yard line. It'll be first and goal for the Lions with 8.40 to play in the open quarter. They've done a pretty good job on this drive. They've got one wide to the right, one to the left. Make that two now to the right. And they go in motion to the left side. Shotgun formation for Thomas. He's going to keep it himself. He goes inside to about the five. There's a flag down on the play there. So let's see what they get here, Phil, with 8.26 to play in the opening quarter. Yeah, I didn't really get to see you know, face mask, personal foul on the Panthers. Yeah, that's not going to be Again, good. And, and really where I think that's coming from is just a lot of reaching. They're not getting off blocks right now. Tonight's game is brought to you by La Rosa's. Make it easy to order your favorite pizza on your smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosas.com to order online or download our mobile app at LaRosas.com. First and goal, the ball be spotted at the elder three-yard line. Gahanna Lincoln has done a good job with Will Thomas and Travis Whitaker running the ball. 
They'd thrown one pass that was complete, but it was only a yard gain. Two wide receivers to the left side, one to the right, shotgun formation. They go in motion with Whitaker. Whitaker gets the carry, and he's tackled in the backfield at the 10-yard line. Colton Sandus on the tackle for the Panthers. Sandus just unblocked, got there, good open field tackle. Hip straight, makes the read, wraps up. So a little bit of positive on this drive so far so maybe the Panthers can hold them here putting them, not letting them get that so far on first down, they've been able to pick up 4 or 5 yards 7.45 to go opening quarters, still no score but Gahanna Lincoln is driving they've got the ball at the elder 10 yard line this time it'll be second down and goal after the loss of 7 on the play 1 wide to the left side, 1 to the right make that 2 now to the right shotgun formation now Thomas going to throw it. This time it is complete, but right about the 10-yard line. So really not a lot of gain on that one. That was uh, looked like the fullback, like Mylon Brown on the on the uh, reception there for Gahanna Lincoln. A good pressure on the quarterback by Jack Tucker. He got up and kind of forced that throw to be a little bit rushed and, and not allow him to make a good read. They're going to mark it at the 8-yard line, so he got two. It'll be... Third down and goal with seven minutes to play in the first quarter. Still no score. Two wide receivers going to line up, make that three now to the left side and one to the right. Shotgun, Will Thomas in the backfield is. He's going to look and keep it himself inside the five, and he's brought down hard at around the five-yard line. So the Panthers stack him up. And one of them was number 67, Luke Kandra. Yeah, Luke Kander, David Larkins, uh, and then I think off to the side there. Also in on that tackle for the Panthers, Nicholas Seeger. So three guys swarm to the ball, fourth and five. Hold Gahanna Lincoln to a field goal here. They bring out their yeah. kicking unit. They bring out the kicking unit. It's uh, checking it out. Kobe Stillwell, I believe. They line up now at the, it'll be a 22-yard attempt. The kick is up, and it's got the distance, but I think it's off to the right, and it's no good. So the Panthers hold with 6.09 to play in the opening quarter. There is no score on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your west side full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, out to Yora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. play of the game. Matthew Luby going, hands it, gets to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Touchdown! 80 yards, Matthew Luby on the first play. For Elder Panthers, how do you like that, Phil? Yeah, just able to get through gap off of the le- on the left side of the line and an excellent downfield blocking by the Panthers, too, locking up with defensive backs, nobody, you know, grabbing cloth, doing anything silly. And Matthew Luby just reading his blocks, getting downfield. I mean, the second he had the ball, I mean, he was, you could see it was developing. He was gone. The line got a good push, a great start for the Elder offense, already looking to make it 7-0. Harmeyer, to, after the missed field goal, Luby goes 80 yards. And with 5.55 to go in the opening quarter, Harmeyer will add the extra point, try to, and the kick is up, and this one is good. So we'll take another break with 5.55 to go in the opening quarter. It is Elder 7, and Gahanna Lincoln nothing. 
On the when you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. We're back here at the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, named renamed in honor of Dominic Bonavita, who passed away in August. He was the president of the Elder Booster Club for over 30 years, and he will be missed. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the Bonavita family. Absolutely. Dominic Bonavita, staple around Elder High School. Uh, if you've been around at any of our games, you always saw him selling split the pot, but he was always working behind the scenes, too. Did a lot of stuff people didn't see, helping out our kids. Uh, just a guy that really sacrificed a lot for Catholic education as well as Elder High School. He'll be dearly missed, but, you know, he, he touched every life that uh, he had a, he had an opportunity to, to be around and left a huge positive in, impact. Hopefully hopefully all of us can take a little bit from Dominic Bonavita and learn to, to kind of be selfless others like he did for so long. He'll, he'll be greatly missed around Elder High School. Fantastic individual. I know he's watching tonight and listening and, and having a good old time. Absolutely. And the kickoff goes into the end zone, and Gahanna Lincoln will start off on their own 20-yard line with a first down and 10. Tonight's game is brought to you by Call Banker West Shell. Two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home, and they're proud to continue servicing the west side and the elder community. Call Banker West Shell, 922-9400, or visit them at cbws.com. So a first down and 10 at the 20. Setting up now with Will Thomas. He gives it off to the left side. This time it's uh, Travis Whitaker. He's across the 40 to the 45, the 50. Down the sidelines, 30, 25, 20. And he's down at the 17-yard line. A big gain on the play. Almost ran that one back, Phil. Yeah, just coming right off of the edge. Galen Mitchell starts providing some of the push to slow him down a little bit. Nicholas Seeger finally makes the tackle, but not until we're down to about the inside the 20. Um, you know, the Panther defense, again, like we said, we knew this is where the question mark would be, but guys, just they're not getting off the ball real quick right now up front, so they're really getting eaten up on those edge blocks. 64 yards on the game, 5.30 to go, and then it's 7-0 Panthers. This time Thomas gets tackled at the 19-yard line. Colton Santos having a great game so far. Yeah, Santos is making some good reads on the edge, staying home, waiting until he sees that football, not getting out of position, so therefore nobody's getting outside of him, so when the line's all locking up the middle, and there's nowhere to go but outside, he's able to clean it up and, and keep it in check. This is where Gahanna Lincoln had problems before. They got the ball all the way down, and then they just kind of sputtered in those short yardage situations. Yeah, they missed a 22-yard field goal on the last drive. The Panthers had one play, 80 yards. Matthew Luby with an 80-yard touchdown run to start the season. Pretty good. Here's Thomas looking to throw the football. Throws it. It is complete inside the five to about the three-yard line. And it looks like that was out wide there. Just Sean Scott looked like on the on the reception there for Yeah, Ben Dieters in coverage for the Panthers got turned around a little bit. It was a short, slow route, lost his footing, uh, wasn't able to make a play on a football. So the Panthers now in a goal line situation. That's where they bring in David Larkins and, and Luke Kander and Carter Smith. First and goal, the ball spotted at the two under center this time for Thomas. Thomas gives up the middle. It is, it is a touchdown. Travis Whitaker for the touchdown. So a two yard touchdown run by Travis Whitaker and the Panthers now 
leading at 7-6, to six, pending the extra point. Yeah, and just like that, they, they turn around and get a quick one. Like we said, Elder's defense has to respond. Uh, I mean, this is, can't be a uh, poor me. And, and with all the rotations, you know, if you're a guy that doesn't want to be rotated out, you got to make a statement in the next series. So defensive guys up front really got to make a statement to stay on the field. If you're getting blown off the ball, and, you got to figure out what to do. And blocked on the extra point. So with 4.27 to go in the opening quarter, the Panthers 7, Gahana Lincoln 6 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, back here at the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at Gahanna Lincoln High School. 427 to go in the opening quarter, and it is seven to six. The Elder Panthers with the lead as the extra point was no good. A two-yard touchdown run by Travis Whitaker, and that was what uh, interesting. Both drives by Kahana uh, Lincoln have been good, and they've uh, they they missed a field goal and then they missed an extra point. Their kicking game having a little bit of problem. And they're going to kick it off. Stillwell will kick it off from left to right. Back deep is Ramsey, and Ramsey's going to take it at about the 5. He's across the 10 to the 15, to the 20, 25, and he's at the 26-yard line. And Elder Panthers will start off. The last drive, they they had one play, and it was a big one. 80-yard touchdown run. 4.22 to go in this opening quarter. 7-6 Panthers. with. So let's see, Phil, what what do you think... uh, you know, after that one run, they're going to just probably just pound it. Well, I mean, up front, I mean, you got the horses to do it, so might as well just keep trying to run the football. Don't throw it unless you absolutely have to. But then when you do it to throw it, I mean, you're going to be throwing to 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I mean, it's it, it doesn't change. Run, pass, Panthers got it all right now. Setting up now, it looks like uh, Ramsey in the backfield now. Ramsey's going to keep it. He crosses the 30. He's at the 35, and he's at the 39-yard line. A gain of the season for Ramsey. Almost called him Patrick. <laughs> yeah, Drew, Drew's out there running a little bit of the Wildcat, and then Matthew Luby kind of doing, you know, what Michael Bittner did last year. Michael Bittner would then split out on those situations. So it gives you an option in getting Drew in there. And Drew's a, a smart kid, smart runner, real tough guy. So he'll, he'll be good in those Wildcat situations. But Luby's going to go back to quarterback here. But that's not after they pick up an easy first down. Larkins lines up wide to the right side. Three wide receivers to the left. They go Luby uh, in the backfield. Luby looking, gives it to Catania across the 40 to the 45. He's at the 50 at the 49-yard line, and Joseph Catania is at the 49-yard line into Gahanna Lincoln territory. Yeah, Catania is able to get up the field, but good blocking. But again, you said spread out. You, you mentioned there's Larkins, there's Royer. I mean, you got a lot of size out there, and they go quick to the football here. Set it up and run up the middle across the 45 to about the 43-yard line. So Elder on that one. Catania again. 
on the carry. Yeah, just trying to go quick, uh, 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 trying to catch them off guard. And again, they pick up. They picked up the first down, and now it's you know a big seven-yard gain. I mean, the Panthers just they're going to keep coming at you and try to wear you down up front. Three ten to play in the opening quarter. Royers lined up to the right side. Two wide receivers off to the left. They go in motion. They got Luby in the backfield. Luby looking to throw this time. Steps up, throws. He's looking, and it is incomplete. It was intended for Evan Vollmer to the left side, but incomplete with three minutes to go in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7-6 lead. Yeah, a lot of pressure coming from Blitzing linebacker right up the middle untouched and hit Luby and caused that ball to sail out of bounds. Getting two receivers going down the left side of the field. We do have a flag. Yeah, there is a, looks like a holding call. Looks like it's on the defense because they're moving the football up. Yep. Tonight's game is brought to you by Underground Sports Plug. It's your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated. It's your team's coaches' shirts worn out. We'll contact Sean Mason at the Underground Sports Shop. Shirts, caps, whatever you need, give them a call at 513-751-1662. Three minutes to go in the opening quarter. First down and 10 at the 33-yard line. Two wide receivers make that three now to the right, one to the left. Luby steps, gets Catania in motion. Now looking to the left. Now throws it off to Ramsey to the 35. 45, rather, down, uh, actually, no, check that, 35-yard line, and he has uh, about the 33, so not much on the game there for... Yeah, barely getting back to the stick on that one. Gahanna Lincoln had that kind of sniffed out to the offense, getting a little stale heel, trying a few things instead of just pounding the ball up front like they did on that first first drive. They just ran with Luby, and he hit, hit a gap. Everybody who's covered hat on a hat. If they can get that on this play right here, they could easily break one. 2.55 remaining in the first quarter. Elder leading it 7-6 to six in this first quarter at Kahana Lincoln. We're at Wilbur G. Straight Senior Field. Three wide receivers to the right and now two to the left. Five wide as Luby is the lone back in the shotgun formation. Looking to throw. He steps up and runs it instead of the 30. 25. And he's out of the 21-yard line before he's taken down there. And I think he took the referee down as well. I, say, I don't think anybody on Gahanna Lincoln gets the tackle on that one. I think actually Stripes will get it. Uh, you know, just running right there. And the, the official, he's in good position. He's in the right spot. It was no, not fault. It's just Matthew Luby and the blocker just ran right into him. So he goes down, which could have been a bigger game, but the Panthers pick up the first down, doing what they did early. See if they go back to it. Well, I think uh, according to my math, he's got two carries for 97 yards. Not bad for, uh, for an opening half. First and 10 at the 22. Luby again. He steps up with Ramsey to his left. Now looking, Luby stepping up, throwing, and it's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. So it'll be an incomplete pass with 2.55 to go, or 2.25 rather, in the first quarter. Yeah, and I believe getting getting a paw up on that one, uh, I think that was, I think it was number 71, Max Giuliano. But uh, again, problem with the. Uh, Connor Lincoln jerseys. They got blue jerseys, yeah. and then what they do is they're doing the outline with the number just in yellow. So it's a blue jersey with a yellow outline of the number, and that's how you get the number. These things are very hard to see on yeah. film, and in fact, I think the OHSA started to make rules, that, at least in basketball, that that's going to be an illegal jersey in a few years because you really just can't see. Two wide to the left and one to the right. Now setting up Luby, the pitch to Catania. He fumbles it, but he gets it back at the 20-yard line. 
and I think he might have gotten a yard or two, but that was uh, that he did not have good hands on that one. And rugby, we call that a knock on him, and he just basically caught that ball and pushed it forward a yard, and then luckily he fell on it, uh, but able to get it. But the Panthers now in a third and long situation just outside the 20, so technically not in the red zone, but we know they can get it on the last pass play when Luby had that ball tipped. I mean, he an open receiver. It's just that it was a good, nice play, got a paw up, so the Panthers probably going to go to the air here. Setting up a third and nine at the 21. The Panthers have the lead, seven to six. Two wide receivers off to the right side. They set up Dakota Postal wide to the right. Now Ramsey goes in motion. Luby looking. Now gives it to Ramsey to the left. Ramsey looking to throw. Left-handed throw to the end zone is incomplete. And that was intended for Joe Royer. Great play. Ramsey had him, but just couldn't get it to him. Yeah, just overthrown. Uh, Ramsey is out there. Kind of nice to, you know, I mean, try that stuff. Why not? Uh, and, I mean, this is Panthers going to go for it here on fourth down. They're, they're not going to bring it out to kick. So, you know, you got another shot. Why not take that? You saw it was open, so you can try that again. It was just Ramsey was kind of throwing that thing on the move, a little off balance to Royer. Don't see many left-handed quarterbacks these days. A little bit here and there, you know. Fourth down and nine at the 21-yard line with a minute 34 to go in the opening quarter. 7-6, Elder Panthers on top. Two wide to the left. One to the right. Setting up Luby now in the backfield. Luby steps up to throw. Throws. It's complete to Royer. Inside the five to the two. A first down and goal for the Panthers. And that's exactly why Joe Royer is such a sought-after target at the next level. I mean, he came across, his defender was behind him, and all you really had to do was just put it within his zip code, and he could go up and get it. Setting up now a first and goal for the Panthers with a minute 15 to go in the opening quarter. 7-6, Elder Panthers on top. A missed extra point by Gahana Lincoln. Two wide receivers off to the right side. Setting up now. Here's Luby. Luby gives to Catania. Catania inside to about the one, but I don't think he's in. And he got just about the one-yard line, Phil. And just trying to get that push up front. I mean, right now, you know, see if you you got till the end of this quarter to get this score in. Uh, you know, the Panthers got plenty of time, no rush, and you're going to be able to really, I mean, with the guys you got up front, should just be able to push forward with Katani back there or Luby on a keeper, or even if you run a wildcat with Ramsey. Second down and goal. The ball outside the one-yard line. Two wide receivers. Dakota Postal wide to the right. Royer out there. They go in motion. They've got uh, setting up Luby inside of Catania for the touchdown. Joseph Catania into the end zone for the Elder Panther touchdown. It's 13-6 pending. Yeah, and just nice, easy push up front. Big big gap for him to get through. And he just had to fall forward and find Pater there on that one. So now Harmeyer's going to come out see if he can top this off. And they had another one. With 27 seconds left in the quarter, the Panthers with a 13-6 lead. Harmeyer will look to add the extra point here. Lining up. And now we'll get the snap and the hold. The kick by Harmeyer is up. He's got the distance, and it is through the uprights. So the Panthers have a 14-6 lead with 27 seconds left in the opening quarter. You're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? 
Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Welcome back to the Dominic Benavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal here at Wilbur Strait Senior Field in Gahanna, Ohio. The Panthers have a 14-6 lead. Uh, it's been, you know, two drives. One was one play 80 yards, and the other one was just, uh, just a constant uh, up and down, and the Panthers were able to get in another touchdown, a two-yard, a one-yard touchdown run by Joseph Catania. Yeah, just the ability of the Panthers to, to not get rattled on offense on that drive was really important. Connor Amon will kick off from right to left and set up. And the kick is going to take him into the end zone and out, and that will take the ball at the 20-yard line. So Gahana Lincoln has not had any problems moving the football, though, Phil. Right. Now they've had some pretty good field position off of return, so let's see you know, what the Panthers can do uh, here now. And, two, this is the third series. You've been switching guys in and out. You kind of talk to the defense. You know, Coach Kern up here in the booth talking to you know, Coach Finke and Coach McAtee down on the sidelines and, and just trying to work some of the kinks out. So third series, let's see where they're at. I think this kind of will be a good judgment of what we're going to see maybe for the rest of this football game of just how they're going to fire off the ball. First down and 10 for Gahanna Lincoln at the 20-yard line. Will Thomas, Travis Whitaker, uh, they'll set up two wide receivers to the left side, and they go in motion. The fake, and now the throw to the left side is completed. The wide receiver across the 20-yard line, Jayshon Scott, I believe, on that one. What a great job by Ben Dieters there on the outside to get off of his block. His receiver just started blocking him, trying to get that quick screen on the outside, and Dieters just shed that block right away and gets in and makes that tackle. Excellent job. I think that was Kobe Stillwell on the with a second down and eight at the 22. That will be the last play of the first quarter. So with the score, the Elder Panthers 14 and the Gahanna Lions 6. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. Welcome back to the Dominic Benavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal back here. And a run up the middle and it is incomplete. Uh, excuse me. It'll be a third down and eight now for 
Kahana Lincoln. They're at the 20-yard line. Make that the 21-yard line is where they'll set up. They don't really. It's been one of those things. Very quick pace, Phil. A little too quick for us, even. Yeah, just trying to. Everybody's trying to get to the ball quick. Catch guys off guard. They'll set up with a third down and nine. The ball at the 21-yard line. This time, Gahana Lincoln going from right to left. The sun is beating down as the sun shade here and we set up now with Thomas looking to throw sets up and throws it is complete across the 40 he's across the 45 yard line and we have a flag down on the play it looks like Kobe Stillwell yeah I think you're going to get uh I can get an illegal block I think on the offense here and now the sun is just right in our eyes now Phil yeah you get an illegal kind of a, a crackback block you know something last night if uh, you know, if, if my memory serves me correct, I was watching the the UC game, and there are people saying, you know, hey, that's just a football play where a guy got a crackback block on the on the side, and they flagged it. But you know, it's about player safety, and those types of blocks are very dangerous, and that's exactly what happened there. So the Panthers going to benefit from this. A personal foul uh, is going to move the ball back. I'll move it back to the 30-yard line. It'll be first and ten for Gahanna Lincoln. Gahanna Lincoln. The Lions is trailing it, 14-6. to The Panthers on the touchdowns. An 80-yard touchdown run by Matthew Luby and a one-yard touchdown run by Catania. Travis Whitaker has the lone touchdown for the Lions. Setting up now, Will Thomas in the backfield. Shotgun formation. Whitaker in the backfield with him. He looks to Whitaker, gives it to Whitaker. Whitaker is going to cross the 29-yard line. Going to be tackled by a group of Elder Panthers. And... That was led by Gavin Mitchell. Galen Mitchell, rather. Sorry. Yeah, just an absolute host of Panthers make that tackle uh, and gang tackle, and that's what we, we would like to see with this defense. You know, get to the ball, a couple guys up front, hold them up, and then everybody else come in and clean it up. Second down and 10 with no gain. 10.25 to go in the second quarter. The Panthers have a 14-6 to lead. As the sun's setting here in Columbus, Ohio, two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left side. Shotgun formation for Will Thomas. Thomas looks to run. Going to go back and throw it. He's at his own 20-yard line. Throws the ball down the field. He's got Stillwell, and it's incomplete. Intended for Kobe Stillwell. He had him open at the 45. I think I think he's having the same problem that you're having right here. It's that son. As soon as he got bro- he broke loose on Seeger on the sideline, who just lost the f- I think he just slipped. He tried to turn, yeah, and he wasn't able to get it. Stillwell, I think he not only saw that, he was wide open and probably going to get six on that one. But as soon as he turned, he looked right into that sun. I think he lost the ball. Great throw by Will Thomas. It's third down and ten for Johanna uh, at the 30-yard line. 10.06 to play in the opening half in the second quarter here. The Panthers have a 14-6 to lead. Three wide receivers off to the right side, one to the left side. Shotgun formation for Thomas. Thomas stepping back, looking to throw. It is complete across the 40 to the uh, 35-yard line, rather. And that was... Number 21, Ron Blackman with the completion. And Colton Sanders comes up and makes a stop, and it's fourth down. You know, I can hear the coaches in the other room calling out what they want to do with the punt return here because Gahanna Lincoln's trying to get guys. And it looked like Dieter's oh, back. Panthers are going yeah. to take a timeout here. Yeah. They just they had about fifth, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, yeah. eight, 13 guys on the field. Yeah, you're going to see that in the opening game. Tonight's game is brought to you by Cooper Electric for the – 
For the 30-year Prep Sports Radio has been around. Cooper Electric has been a proud sponsor the entire time. Reliable, courtesy, and quality is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrades to your home or business to efficient LEDs or elaborate changes and remodels. Contact Cooper Electric President and Elder Grad Greg Hyland at 513-271-5000. to go, second quarter. The Elder Panthers with a 14-6 lead here at Kahana Lincoln. As the sun begins to set, and that sun is pretty strong, and it it uh, it helped the Elder Panthers there because Kobe Stillwell could not catch the ball because yeah. the sun was in his eyes. But I'll take that sun after what I saw coming up 71 yeah. right around Washington Courthouse when it just basically looked like the floodgates opened. I thought we were going to have some rain up here, but it's absolutely a beautiful night uh, up here, and, and I, I hope back in Cincinnati some people are getting the same type of weather. 9.40 to go in the opening half. They're going to punt it. Stillwell will punt it, and he's at his own 23. Dieters is back at his 26. He kicks it to the right side. High kick. It's fair catch called for. He's going to let it bounce, and it's going to bounce into the end zone. That is a tremendous punt by Stillwell, but it went into the end zone. A little too good. And now we got on the sideline here. we got two flags. They're going to go up, one against Elder, one against Gahanna Lincoln. So we're going to have offsetting. Offsetting uh, unsportsmanlike conduct is probably here to start. I didn't get to see it because I was too busy trying to watch the football go into the end zone, but um, not exactly what you want there. You know, ball can be on a 20. Just updating uh, score here with 9.30 to go here in this game in the second quarter, but Brownsburg, Indiana, leading San X 10 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Thanks to uh, Mr. Bengal. They're sitting back on the deck, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. I hope people, if, if you're not up here in Columbus, you're able to you know, sit outside, listen to the game a little bit, enjoy you know, some of the last days of summer. Uh, and there's no, oh, be- no so better sad. way than uh, doing it than listening to the Elder Panther football. 9.30 to go here in second quarter. Elder will have it first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. And the Panthers will this time, looks like Luby. They got Ramsey. To the left side. Three wide receivers off now to the left. They go Royer in motion now. Setting up Luby. Luby calling the signal. A long one this time. And Luby looking. Going to keep it himself. And not much doing there. Gets to the 19-yard line. A loss of a yard on the play. Yeah, just not able to keep the blocks up front. Most of the line had released downfield. But but one of the ends was able to come in and make a quick play. So Luby not able to break that one like he had earlier. So Luby lost a yard there, but he had three carries before that, 102 yards in the first half. Of course, one of them was an 80-yard touchdown run. 123 yards on the ground. Catania, five carries, 21 yards in the first quarter. And he had the touchdown, a big touchdown for the Panthers. So 14-6 they lead. This time second down and 10. They're going to say no loss on that play. Get it back to the 20-yard line. So they'll go three wide. Now four wide off to the right side with Ramsey in motion. The throw to Ramsey complete across the 20. 25. He's to the 30. A burst of speed. Out to the 40. The 50. He's down the 45 and straight ahead. 35. 30. He's running to the 25. The 20. The 15. He cuts back. 10. 5. And he's tackled at the three-yard line. Pat, what a run. That time by Drew Ramsey got all the way down to the three-yard line on that pass play by Matthew Luby and a great start for the Panthers. Great patience while running. He kind of waited for blockers and got behind him. Dakota Postal with the key block that broke him around the 50-yard line and then getting downfield. He was just trying to get one more little block and just couldn't get 
into that, you know, into that lane that he wanted to. But the Panthers, though, sitting sitting pretty they mark right him, there on a the five. Yeah, sorry, they mark him at the four. So 76 yards on the reception. And Luby now looks and now gives it up the middle. It's Johnson for the for the touchdown. Cooper Johnson, number 32, with the touchdown for the Panthers of four yards, and the Panthers lead 20 to six, pending the extra point. Panthers offense right now getting a hat on a hat, and they're dangerous when they're letting guys kind of leak through. You know they haven't been able to break big plays. So right now, it looks like the Panthers going to be a big play team this year. Harmeyer will look to add the extra point. 8:06 to go in the second quarter. The Panthers leading at 20 to six, pending this extra point. With Thayman to hold, the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 8.06 to go in the opening half, it is the Panthers 21 and Gahanna Lincoln 6 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Well, welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. It's Len Harvey. It's Phil Bengal. We're at uh, Gahanna Lincoln High School, and an Elder Panthers really running the football well today. Luby, an 80-yard touchdown run. Catania, a one-yard touchdown run. Cooper Johnson, a four-yard touchdown, including a 76-yard completion to Drew Ramsey from Matthew Luby, and it is 21-6 Panthers. A game that at first went with the way that the Panthers and Gehanna were working. I thought this was going to be a shootout, but it seems like right now the Panthers have gained the upper hand. Amen. The kick, it's taken about the three-yard line by Stillwell to the 10, to the 15. He's out uh, the, the 17, and he's going to be tackled. Maybe got to the 16 or 17-yard line, but that's about it. So not much doing there. But the Panthers stop with eight minutes to go. In the second quarter, 21-6, to Panthers on top. Last season, Cincinnati Cyclones head coach Matt Thomas had his team total highest points in any Cyclones history. So Cyclones' aggressive, fast style of play will have you sitting on the edge of your seat. Season tickets or single-game tickets are on sale now. You can view the schedule at CyclonesHockey.com. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. With eight minutes to go here in second quarter action, if you're just joining us, the Panthers have a 21-6 to lead. Setting up now, Will Thomas, Travis Whitaker in the backfield. Two wide receivers to the right for Gianna Lincoln. Two to the left side. They set up a first and ten at the 20. They give to Whitaker. Whitaker across the 20 to about the 21-yard line. And he's stacked up on the play that time by the Panthers. Jack Tucker got uh, in on the stop for the Panthers. And that's what we like to see. Whitaker gets to the line, and the Panthers have basically all the gaps covered. The linemen aren't moving because defense has gotten into them first, and they're able to lock them out and kind of see what's going on. We didn't see that in the first couple drives right there. Good push. See if they do it again on second down. Seven and a half to go, second quarter. Panthers 21, Lions 6 here at Gahanna Lincoln High School. Two wide to the right on a second down and eight at the 22. And they're going to have some movement on the Gahanna side. And a five-yard penalty on Gahanna Lincoln, looks like. See what they call here. Yeah, they're moving it off. Three, four guys running downfield and the ball hadn't moved. So miscommunication in the huddle. Coming up at halftime, it'll be the Caldwell Banker-Westshell halftime report. We'll get to that in a second. Second down, setting up, and the throw is completed. 
across the 25 to the 30, 35 to the 40, the 44. He's at the 46-yard line before he is taken down by the Panthers, number 55, Jonathan Path on the tackle. And just caught the Panthers. They went to the ball quick. And this is where it's been a little bit of a problem with the guys kind of lining up some of the rotations that can get to you. You know, a high school kid out there, you got to make some quick reads and quick movements. It's, everything moves a little faster than your scrimmages. So you got to be ready for that stuff. First and 10 at the 46 for the Hannah Lincoln Lions. 6.50 to play in the second quarter. Panthers on top, 21-6. to They go in motion. Now the give to the left side, and it comes to about the 48-yard line, a gain of two on the play. And black on the carry for Gahanna Lincoln. Jack Tucker with the tackle for the Panthers. Did a nice job moving down the line of scrimmage from the left side and able to make that play for a short pickup. 6.26 to go. Updating some scores. Colerain and Wayne tied at 7 at the end of the first quarter of play in that game. I already told you about St. X, too. They are down 10 to nothing. Uh, that is in the first quarter. Setting up now, second down and eight at the 48. And now we're going to get a timeout called, and we'll keep it here. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you'll know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before and after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 6-10 to play here in the second quarter. The Panthers with a 21-6 lead. Very fast pace of this game, Phil. The Panthers and Gahanna Lincoln Lions both have their moments where they move to the ball very quick and try to get a few quick scores or catch somebody sleeping. And at other times, they seem slow and methodical. Uh, I think the teams are kind of figuring out what works for them, what doesn't work for them, what they're trying to do up front. We're also seeing the Panthers just get into their groove on defense. And we knew that that would be an issue because of so much turnover from last year uh, in the defensive lineup. So getting their, getting their feet wet, and that's what it takes. A little bit of confidence, a few big plays, and then all of a sudden it's and just it's second nature. Just like us getting our feet wet tonight, because i got to be honest, uh, wet is a good example of the heat as we're in this booth. 6-10 to go in the second quarter, and they set it up now. Thomas going to keep it himself across the to about the 46-yard line before he's taken down after a gain of two. So it'll be third down and six coming up for Gahanna Lincoln is uh, Will Thomas doing a lot of the carries, but they have good combination with Travis Whitaker as well. Had some Kobe Stillwell, some catches, and Jay Sean Scott as well. Just running a little bit of that option with a quarterback. You know, he's got the ability if he wants to keep it pulled out right up front, which sometimes those can also result in some fumbles. So if Panthers can get some pushback on a lineman, he can really mess up that exchange. Thomas in the backfield, no wide to the receivers. It looks like he's going to give it up the middle to Whitaker, and Whitaker gets it to about the 45-yard line, a gain of one, and they barely can push it there. It'll be fourth down. I don't think uh, maybe fourth and two is where they'll, they'll officially mark the football, but uh, Gahanna Lincoln looks like uh, at this point, would you go for it, 21-6 down? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think you go for it at this point. Galen Mitchell, David Larkins with tackle for the Panthers. Luke Kander playing nose tackle there, and the guy he blocked, he looked like he was on roller skates. He just went straight backwards. Five minutes now left in the second quarter. Two wide receivers to the right on this fourth down and two from the 46. Thomas with Whitaker in motion, and now we have some movement on the Gahanna side. That, 
<laughs> Some is a generous way to describe it. The whole left side of the offensive line, they, they were out of their stance and moving. Uh, I think what they were trying to do is draw Elder off sides and then go ahead and take the penalty, back themselves up so that they're not trying to, you know, cough and corner punt. They're trying to get it perfectly. Hopefully they don't get the roll and pin the Panthers inside the 20. Now Stillwell will be back at his 35. Now last time he put it into the end zone and Dieters called for a fair catch about the 20. This time Dieters is going to go back to about his seven-yard line to return this kick going from right to left. He's going to fake it. Stillwell, or at least he, no, he didn't try to fake it. <laughs> that I think wasn't he just a lost fake. It. That way he moved off to the right and punted it out of bounds at about the 47-yard line. Well. So I apologize for that, but uh, it looked like he decided to run it, I think, because he couldn't get the ball off. Uh, you know, I try to be as nice as I can here, but Gahanna Lincoln's punts right now, the snap, the time that the snap takes to get back to the punter is is at a snail's pace. And I think Elder saw that on the first one because they went back there and there were four defenders back there already for the Panthers. I mean, they were ready to block that thing if he kicked it. So he tried to do a rugby-style kick, uh, and, and nothing was, was doing. So the Panthers, great job on that punt. Luby will set up in the shotgun. He's got Royer wide to the left side. He's got two wide to the left. Now he goes in motion, setting up now with looking, setting up the throw. It is Royer at the 37-yard line, and it looked like that was complete. Joe Royer, big number 11. Yeah, I can't see who he's got on him right now over there, but that was just a, a you know, take the, take the snap, and, and Luby just watch Royer. Until he got to the point where he could put it up. Who's ever covering him right now? He only came up to just about the bottom of his shoulder pads. So you just put that ball again, put it in Royer's zip code, and he's going to make catch. Well, when you're 6'5", uh, you got a pretty good advantage there. He's going to Ohio State. Four minutes and 28 seconds to go. The Panthers driving again. They have a first down and 10 at the Ghana Lincoln 36. Two wide receivers out to the left side, two to the right. Shotgun formation, Luby. Ramsey goes in motion. The fake to Ramsey. Luby keeps it inside the 35. 30. And he's out to the 25-yard line. Another good run of 11 yards for Luby, adding to his over 100 so far today. Plays like that are easy when everybody does what they're supposed to do. You open up the right lane. You just got to wall guys off. You don't got to get perfect blocks. But that initial blocks at the line of scrimmage, opening up that running lane for Luby, is what enables you to pick up 10-plus yards. 4-10 to play. Second quarter. Panthers 21. Lions 6. Panthers drive on a first down and 10 at the 25. Two wide receivers off to the left side, one to the right. Shotgun for Luby. Ramsey goes in motion. Luby looking to throw. Throws it off to the side. Incomplete for Cooper Johnson. And they're going to have a flag down anyway back at the 34. It's going to go on the Panthers. Oh, a sideline warning. Interesting. Kind of sideline warning, Phil. Yeah, just uh, just somebody obviously, I guess, got in the way of the official. I don't know how because the officials are standing at about the uh, right at about the 25 at the end of their elders box. So I don't know if a coach was down a little bit further or somebody wasn't paying attention. So inadvertent sideline. It wasn't anything malicious. No. I think somebody just got in the way. But again, it's point of emphasis. That's safety for officials. Luby in shotgun. Three wide to the right. One to the left. Setting up Luby looking to run. Steps up inside the 25 to the 20. He's at about the 15 yard line before he's taken down after a gain of close to a first down. Let's see where they mark it. 
think they're going to give him nine on that one, Phil. Yeah, Drew Beckenhop and, and Carter Smith with some good blocks in the backfield as Lubu's trying to get that developed. He's a patient runner. I mean, he's very slow. To, he wants to watch stuff develop. He doesn't just run with, with reckless abandon, so he kind of times things out, and that's very helpful when you've got these 6'5", you know, 6'4", 300-pound guys leading the way for you. 3.20 to play in the second quarter. Panthers have a third and one at the 16-yard line. Three wide to the left side. They go Cooper Johnson in motion. He lines up now as a fullback. Luby, the give to Johnson inside the 15, and he gets to about the 10, but that's going to be a first down for the Panthers after a gain of six on the play, maybe five, and the Panthers have another first down. And you got to figure right now with about three minutes to go, Panthers pick up the first down. They have two timeouts left. You know, they're going to be able to control this football, uh, I would think, till the end of the half unless they punch it in real quick. Tonight's game is brought to you by Hoding Realtors, proud to bring you the Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these Elder grads, Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, uh, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. And set up now at uh, 451, 4800. The Panthers now with one wide receiver to the right. They give this time looking at throw. Ramsey throws. It's complete to Royer for the touchdown. Joe Royer had to go in one yard into the end zone, but an 11-yard touchdown run uh, pass, rather. Patrick, uh, excuse me, Drew Ramsey on the touchdown. Yeah, quick, quick, uh, quick pitch there to, from Luby to Ramsey. And then Ramsey, they saw what they liked earlier and they run that same play again and Royer was, uh, this time he was completely uncovered. Last time he had a guy on him this time uncovered, caught the ball, could have walked into the end zone at that point. So it'll be the extra point pending. The Panthers have a 27-6 lead with 2.46 to play. Thayman's going to hold this kick for Harmeyer. And the kick is up with the right foot and this one is good. So with 2.46 to go in the second quarter, it has been all Elder Panthers after a start that was good for Gehenna Lincoln with 2.46 remaining. 28 to 6 Panthers will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Len Harvey and Phil Bangle back at the Dominic Benavita broadcast booth here at Gahanna Lincoln High School. Wilbert C. Straight Senior Field. The Panthers all over the Lions, 28-6. That time, Drew Ramsey, an 11-yard touchdown after a pitch. And he got it to Joe Royer for a 28-6 Elder Panther lead. Some of the touchdowns, Luby, an 80-yard touchdown run. It was Catania with a one-yard touchdown. Cooper Johnson, a four-yard touchdown. And that's the Elder Panther scoring the lone touchdown, Travis Whitaker, with a missed extra point. Connor Amen will kick off from left to right. Stillwell back deep for Gahanna Lincoln. The kick is going to be a shorter one this time, taking about the one-yard line to about the 10. He's at the 15, and out about, no, he gets about to the 18-yard line. 
So Gahanna Lincoln will start off a first down and 10 at the 18-yard line. In the beginning, it looked like Gahanna Lincoln was, they would run down the field. They missed the field goal on the opening drive. Then they scored a touchdown on the second drive. But Panthers got right back with that one play, Matthew Luby, with an 80-yard touchdown. Joey Stemler and Ben Ott have been pretty good on kick coverage, so they haven't been able to get any returns. So they haven't had great field position, and it's been harder for them to really get something moving uh, moving uh, down like they would they keep trying to go around the edge and finally the Panthers are getting it they're, they're getting those position they're locking it out Sanders has been coming up making plays now they're trying to go up the middle and the Panthers really snowing them in three wide to the left side they set up now and the pitches to Whitaker across the 20 he's at the 25 to the 26 yard line again of now he's still driving up the field to the 30 and the 31 before he's pushed down so got an extra five yards after we thought he was down and on that one there, a guy's just not flying to the football. Uh, you know, it was a slow-to-develop play. And then finally, when the Panthers do get there, it was kind of, uh, are you going to tackle them and take them down, or should I take You know, nobody really wanted to do it. Just after I, I give them all kinds of praise, and, you know, they do the exact opposite. First and 10 at the 31. The give again to Whitaker. Whitaker is going to get back to the 30, and that's about it. He's stacked up by about seven elder Panthers. And coming off the bottom of that pile was Connor Keyes. Makes the initial hit, able to get through and wrap him up, and everybody else cleaned it up. And Jonathan Paff, too, he's been he's been having a good game so far, too. Number, big number 55. Two minutes and two seconds now. They set up with the second quarter. The Elder Panthers with the lead, 28-6. to Gahanna Lincoln trying to get something going here with a second down and 10. They started at the 31-yard line. Will Thomas in the backfield in a shotgun formation. One wide to the right side. Setting up now. Thomas looking to throw. Got time. Throws it down the field. He throws and overthrows. Even overthrew Thayman, who almost had a shot at it. Yeah, just nothing going. Good coverage for the Panthers. Good pressure up front. So nobody really could do anything right now. The defense coming in. Joe Royer, Carter Smith, David Larkins bringing in a different line. You know, a bit, a bit of a pass rush line. One of the things I was talking about, the Austin uh, Bouchnock on a sideline beforehand who, who's here watching um, we were just talking about if I ever had to block Joe Royer, I mean, his reach, if you don't get into him, if you don't get to him right away as far as a lineman goes and, you, and he gets into you, you're going to be in trouble because uh, he can move quick. He's very athletic, so look for him to rush on the edge here. Third down and 10 at the 31-yard line, a minute 37 to go in the second quarter. Panthers on top, 28-6. to six. Three wide to the right, looking Thomas to throw to the left side and throws. It is incomplete, and he had... Uh, Looked like it was Jayshon Scott, and that was incomplete. So fourth down coming up for Gahanna Lincoln. They've had all kinds of problems, but it looked like, you know, Thomas, he's got a good arm. Yeah, he does. He's a good arm. His receivers aren't catching the balls. They're, they're right there. That should have been a pickup for a first down, but just now we get it. And they're setting up with a minute 32 to go here in the second quarter, fourth down, setting up a punt again for Stillwell. Stillwell steps up with a little rugby kick to the right side. It's a booming kick. Takes Dieters back inside the 15 and 10. And he's going to pick it up at the 5. And Dieters going to run it to about the 10-yard line. Probably should have just let it bounce. Yeah, you know, and that was also, I mean, Dieters is quick. He might be able to get something. It also makes you worry if he were to touch it and not get it. Probably hope it didn't roll to the one. Yeah, I was worried he was going to fumble yeah. that one. But that was one of the, you know, it was a good example. That time there, the snap. Got back quick. Great kick. You know, perfect spiral football booming kick uh, uh, moving down. But the Panthers here with a minute 18 to go, two timeouts. Look for them maybe to see if they'll go two-minute offense. Um 
and see if they can get something quick downfield, take a timeout, and look to put another score in. Setting up with a minute 18 to go. Coming up at halftime, the Colwell Banker Westshell halftime report with the guys. First down at 10 at the 11-yard line. They go in motion with Ramsey to the left side. Luby, shotgun formation, three wide to the right. Looking, is going to keep it himself. Across the 15 to the 20. Burst of speed, 30, 40, 50. This could be 90, 89 yards for Matthew Luby after an 80-yard earlier. Another touchdown. Matthew Luby's having a big day. What two-minute drill. <laughs> Luby just, again, got through. Hannah Lincoln had committed uh, coming up, got a hat on, a hat in her coverage, and they were up on the line, and Luby just got past everybody into the second level, and he's gone. Yeah, he was. It was amazing how fast he got into the second level as you talked about it, and it was it was that quick. And Matthew Luby, who had about 120 yards before that, now has over 200 yards on the ground, including two runs of 80 yards for a touchdown and 89 yards for a touchdown. Not bad for your first game. Yeah, not bad at all. Setting up now with uh, they're going to look to go for two here. Luby, shotgun, going to run it to the right, pitches it outside to Catania, and he doesn't get in. So the extra point is no good. So with 106 to go in the second quarter, the Panthers 34, Gahanna Lincoln 6. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Take here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Benavita broadcast booth. It's Len Harvey. It's Phil Bengal. And we are seeing an Elder Panther uh, big game today, especially for Matthew Luby, who has two touchdown runs, one of 80 and one of 89. And the Panthers have a 34-6 to lead. And, Phil, you mentioned the two-point conversion. They were trying to go for the running clock. Yeah, just get the, you know, you're in Columbus, you'd start the rest of this this core up, but then you start the second half out with the running clock, make it a lot harder for a team to come back on you. Absolutely. With a minute six to go, Connor Amon will kick it off again. He's done a pretty good job today. This time he's just going to put it on the ground. And it looks like an up back around the 26-yard line, and that's where they'll stop it. At the 26, but it's been all Elder Panthers. After a, after Gahanna Lincoln, their first drive, they missed a field goal. Their second drive, they scored. Uh, but Matthew Luby came in 80 yard in one play. Yeah. The Panthers have scored in two, two of their touchdowns. They have probably clicked off a, a total of less than 30 seconds, you know, on a game clock. So Panthers have been able to score quick. Hannah Lincoln has had to be out on the field offensively a little bit longer than they want, even though they only, you know, have six points. You know, so they've been not getting much of a break uh, at all tonight. First down and 10 at the 26-yard line. Will Thomas, again, shotgun formation. The fake to Whitaker. Thomas going to keep it himself across the 25 to the 26-yard line with less than a minute to go. Coming up again, the Caldwell Banker Westshell Halftime Report with Mark Bengal, with Steve Bengal, and Tom Kennedy at the... Uh, the Bengal Mansion. Is it uh, the deck of the Bengal Mansion? Yeah, I think, you know, enjoying the, uh, enjoying the fine outdoors there in uh, Green Township. So taking in all the sights. Absolutely. Why not? When you can. It's a beautiful evening. As, as Vince Scully would always say, a beautiful evening for gorgeous evening for football. 
pull up a chair at 25 seconds remaining here in this first half. Setting up now, and now the quarterback keeper across the 30 to the 35, and he's out of bounds at the 39-yard line. Will Thomas and that on the carry. That one's coming back. Brady Buller was on the end trying to get off, and when you got two hands in the air and you can't go left or right, that's an easy, easy flag for the official. So they're going to take that one right back. Didn't get out of bounds. Didn't stop the clock. Clock's going to roll 19 seconds to go here. Jim Collins Auto Body approaching their 50th year in business, and they've achieved this milestone by providing reliable service you can trust. Turning your car back into your pride and joy is what you can expect by Jim Collins Auto Body, a proud sponsor of Elder Football. 19 seconds remaining in this, the opening half, 34-6, to the Panthers on top. It's been the Matthew Luby Show, 80-yard and an 89-yard touchdown run, and the Guys will talk about that at halftime. One wide receiver to the right and two now to the left side. Setting up the give to Whitaker up the middle across the 20 to the 23-yard line with about 10 seconds, and that will probably be the last play of the half. But what a half for the Elder Panthers. Absolutely. Got, got a lot of questions answered on defense. Offense looks pretty good. Well, we're headed to the half. The Panthers scored 20 in the second quarter. They lead it 34-6. to at the half, we'll take a timeout. Coming back, the Caldwell Banker West Show halftime report with the Bengals and Kennedy coming up on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. This is Father Don Trannell of the Glen Mary Home Missioners. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at SacredHeartRadio.com. 
It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And hello, we're back again from an undisclosed location in the west side. Uh, We are not up at uh, Columbus tonight, but we're listening and enjoying the game like you are, keeping uh, strict notes and uh, trying to pay as close attention to this, but also a lot of games all throughout the area that we'll be following, getting you updated on that. But, guys, uh, the game started off uh, and kind kind of gave you that, feeling, boy, they're, they're talking about the weakness of the defense and uh, the Lions of Lincoln uh, rode right down the field and went to the five-yard line, just couldn't put it in, missed the field goal. You're thinking, whew, dodged a bullet. <laughs> and seconds later, a 80-yard touchdown run by Matthew Luby, and, and that kind of set the, the pace for the rest of the night. I still think uh, Elder is working on the rotation of the defense and so forth, but uh, here we are sitting at the half, and we're 34 to six. Uh, uh, things are looking good for the Panthers. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, it's it's fun listening to the call. It'd be neat to see it, I guess. But I'm curious and can't wait to see live next week. Uh, see how good this offensive line really is. It sounds like they're doing the job. Uh, Matthew Luby with an 80-yard touchdown run and an 80-yard touchdown run. Uh, been pretty key for the offense so far. And then uh, how exciting for uh, Drew Ramsey, a true sophomore, coming in and playing varsity and uh, taking in a reception of 76 yards and uh, setting up for an eventual touchdown by Cooper Johnson. So it, it seems like uh, maybe some butterflies. Doug mentioned on the pregame show, Mark, with, with Lynn, that uh, you know, you're taking a two-hour bus ride up to Columbus uh, some of the guys, it's the first time they play, they're playing varsity. It's an away game. A lot of things go into it. Um, but as you mentioned, uh, dodging that bullet on defense and then coming away clean by Gahanna Lincoln missing the field goal uh, probably put Elder in a good way, probably a little pep in their step and got some confidence going. And, boy, here we are, uh, 34-6. to And you and I and Steve were mentioning why did – uh, Doug go for the two-point conversion, and we all three came up with the reason that he probably wanted to make the difference, a 30-point difference, which would have been a running clock from the beginning of the second half, but hopefully it won't take long into the third quarter that they will get that running clock. Yeah, we could be doing the post-game uh, show here uh, before 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If that does happen. Uh, but uh, Gahana Lincoln, I mean, they, they've shown brief little – Hints of the offense uh, clicking in the gear, and they could uh, uh, get get some points on the board. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of football to play here. But Tom, you know, one of the things that we uh, uh, you you never ever saw on an elder football team, and you don't see it that often anywhere in the GCL, uh, is when you see two uh, an offensive player and a defensive player switching, or you know, defensive yeah. player going on the offense. And we're seeing a lot of that tonight, uh, more offensive guys going on the defense right. and shoring up the defense, uh, especially with Luke Kandra and, and uh, Joe, Royer. Joe Royer. So, uh, yeah. you know, David Larkins. And, and yeah, so you're right. A yeah. uh, little bit undersized on the D-line we talked about earlier. And uh, I, the one thing I want to say, Mark, is, is right now with this big lead, this is going to allow Doug and his coaches to uh, even even – have more implementation of things that maybe they wanted to try, maybe they didn't think they could try with a lead like this, go ahead and try anything you want to on defense, on the defensive side, because 
Doug was saying on Tuesday, that's where the cohesiveness needs to come in. They're going to learn, Steve, and they're going to develop. And the only way you're going to get that that going is by playing, right? I, I think they've shown that their offense has enough firepower, that th- at least for tonight, that they can take care of what, whatever Gahanna Lincoln's going to throw out there. So you're right, Tom, to get a little bit of a different mixture because he, he Ramsey, Coach Ramsey was saying the other night that he, he doesn't know exactly who's going to be the players and he's going to yeah. give everybody a chance to show what they got. And the second half, as quick as it's going to go by, they're going to get a chance to show what they got. One thing I want to mention, since if, if nobody, if anybody's listening to us, it means they're not in Columbus. But the one thing on the special teams uh, I found interesting with Doug on Tuesday is there's two punters. Ben Dieters is a punter, and he's a rugby rugby style punter. And uh, Connor Amon is the traditional style punter. So just kind of visualize that, if you will, whenever you're hearing Len and Phil talking about if Ben's punting and what that might look like. If he's a rugby style, he's probably running to the right and then kicking the ball. I just think it's interesting that, you know, you got two punters and whatever dictates the situation, you can hit a traditional type punter like Connor or, or Ben with the uh, rugby style. Well, without further ado, Steve, let's uh, get folks caught up with the latest scores that we have in the area and, uh, and- switch over. To the it's, scoreboard it's, yeah, here. Time for the halftime scores, and as everybody knows, these scores are. Scoreboard. Yeah, time for the halftime scores, and as everybody knows, these scores are. At or, or near, near the, the half. half. That's it. <laughs> All right. We know that's Winton Woods, 14, Trotwood Madison, nothing. Brownsburg took an early lead against St. X Bombers tonight, but St. X is now prevailing near the half, 13 to 10 over Brownsburg out of Indiana. Colerain down early is up over uh, Uber Heights Wayne now, 14 to 7. It's Kings 23, Lebanon, nothing. Uh, John Kirtley, if you're listening, Canfield is going down to Louisville. Or Louisville, actually, 14 to 7. Fairfield, 11. Centerville, nothing. Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy, 14. Carlisle, nothing. Harrison, 14. Butler, a zip as well. Springboro, 24. Mason, nothing. Preble, Shawnee, down to Talawanda, 7 to nothing. Turpin, 14. Lakota East, 7. Hamilton, 7. West Claremont, nothing. Sycamore, big over Loveland, 26 to nothing. Wyoming playing Columbus Academy, traveling up north. They're winning 14-7. to Baden, 10. Ross, 7. Uh, Clinton, Massey, 28. East Clinton, nothing. In Indiana, Milan, 13. Batesville, nothing. In South Dearborn, 21. Madison, a big goose egg. New Miami, 24 to nothing over Gamble. To Anderson, uh, matching with Simon Kenton tonight. And Anderson right now at the half, 17-9 to leading. Uh, there's power went out at LaSalle tonight, Tom at Lancer Stadium, but they got that up and running, and LaSalle got their power up and running as well. Nice. They're up over Lakota West right now, 7 to nothing. Hamilton, uh, 7. West Claremont, nothing. Other scores we got in the area, and uh, we'll get more. The Kentucky scores are, are kind of lagging behind tonight. Well, one, one of the reasons is their games all start at 7.30, so around halftime you don't get a lot of good scores, but post-game show will have a lot of Kentucky scores. But that being said, Boone County over Dunbar tonight, or it's tied at 7. Ryle over uh, Connor, 13-3. to East Central, 7, over uh, Oak Hills, nothing. And way down south, it's Oldham County, 20. North Oldham, nothing. And those are all the scores 
that I have right now at or near the half, gentlemen. All right. Uh, one, of, one of the couple of things we're going to be talking about in the post-game show, which we can't really go into much tonight, is uh, one of the reasons a lot of players are going both ways is the numbers are down of, of players playing football all across the board. And Doug talked about that. We'll we'll go into detail into that in the post-game show following the game, Prep Sports Ready Game Night, of course. We'll go into detail once again, that tonight is the 23rd anniversary of the first high school game being streamed on the Internet, which was the Elder Panthers uh, back 23 years ago tonight, uh, back when everything, when you would dial up and you'd hear the, the phone uh, connecting yeah. and all that stuff. But that's we were the first one. Now everybody streams their games. But uh, it started somewhere, and we were that. We'll talk about how that happened. I do have one more score. I want to thank Bill Burns, who is in our audience tonight, for doing a drive-by at West High, Middletown Middies travel down there, and they're putting a whopping on West High right now, 42 to nothing. Not uh, unexpected. Uh, yeah. Running clock? Uh, it's been running for quite some time. <laughs> All right, we're going to take our first time out. It's the Coldwell Banker West Show halftime report. We'll look at the keys of the second half when we come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Take here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander, lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game, and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews, all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. And we're back, Coldwell Banker West Shell halftime report. There's about eight minutes to go in the half up in Columbus, uh, of course, Gahana Lincoln area, or Gahana area of Columbus. And, Tom, we, we got the uh, the stats, uh, more or less the offensive stats here. And and uh, let's see if we can sure. get that uh, out to the folks here. Yeah, thanks to Lenny. Uh, Matthew Luby uh, rushing, uh, six rushes for 211 yards. Uh, two touchdowns, Everton a nifty 35.2 yards per carry. Got to work every time. Every time. Joseph uh, Catania, six carries, 21 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and Cooper Johnson, uh, two carries, nine yards, also a touchdown. Uh, from the passing, Matthew Luby, uh, four for eight for 176 to uh, Drew Ramsey. And then Drew Ramsey, one for one the 11-yard touchdown pass to uh, 
Royer uh, in the second quarter. And then receiving, uh, Joe Royer, three uh, receptions for 45 yards and a touchdown. And Drew Ramsey, two receptions, 77 yards, along with the 76-yard touchdown. So everything's clicking on the offensive side of the ball without a doubt. Steve, uh, looking at the keys of the game, let's get – you're you're down thirty. Uh, what did we got? Thirty four to six uh, at the half. Um, Let's look at things pragmatically for Gahana Lincoln. The game's gone. It's, Start you know, the bus. It's, it's, you know they're done for tonight. You don't want to let this game wreck the rest of the season. I think it's incumbent on them in the second half to kind of pull it together, see who wants to play, kind of get it back together, get the defense on track. They obviously have been chasing a lot of purple jerseys around tonight get that get them back on track they got nine more games to go they, they uh, traveled Dublin Kaufman next week get you know let's go do that that's a, a neighborhood rivalry they're familiar with that and get back on track they've made the playoffs for the last five years they don't want this one to tank them so I think that's what coach William about at halftime let's get it together let's pull it together and let's uh, finish this strong even though it's going to be a quick second half if, if Elder gets to the running clock all right, uh, Tom, switch over to the other side of the thing. I think if you're Doug, you're wanting to get that clock running. Yeah. He wants to get the defense strong, get the rotation down right. Uh, they know they have uh, – it's, 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 there's uh, the gauntlet of, of teams coming in. Uh, it's going to get tougher as, as the season goes on. They want to get that worked out. But getting out of there early and getting a bus ride home early would be nice. Exactly. And then, of, of course, no injuries because in a game like this or any game, uh, you just don't want any injuries. So right now, it's in complete control for the Elder Panthers, like you said, Mark. And, uh, you know, I think what they're going to do is probably do predominantly running the ball in the second half, and uh, especially on the left side with the uh, with Jacob James and, and Luke Kandra, uh, left tackle and left guard, and, and see what they can do. And uh, if you're an Elder player, uh, he's probably going to rest some guys as well. So, Especially on defense, you're trying to show the coaches that you know you can play and you can play well, and um, it's it's one of those things. This is a great opportunity for all the players to kind of show their wares. But you said I'll build on your point quickly. Is um, it's going to allow Doug and the defensive staff to see what kind of rotations are going to work and and maybe put some guys in situations that they're not too comfortable with, and and go from there. You know, we'll just see what happens. But keep the penalties at a minimum and come away without any, any injuries, and uh, you know, let's head back home. And work on stopping your run, because I know next week when Cathedral rolls into town, that's all you're going to see. <laughs> it's a, they're a running power team, and they're, they're never easy to play. Uh, so yeah. looks like we got about three minutes to go here, guys. Uh, once again, join us after the game. Uh, Prep Sports Radio Game Night will be broadcasting here from the undisclosed location and party deck with the crickets and the, everything in the background here and under the – well, some stars. I don't know if there will be. It's a little partly cloudy. Well, other than the three stars here, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. <laughs> Luminaries. Of the Luminaries, yes. yes. All right, we're, we'll send it back up to, to Columbus here, and uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well.
Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given and his customers' peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Did you know you could help support Sacred Heart Radio by using the Amazon link at sunrisemorningshow.com? Just hover over the shop tab, choose the Amazon store, and a portion of your purchase comes back to us. To get and give, shop the Amazon store at sunrisemorningshow.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavitti broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, back uh, just before start of the third quarter. Matthew Luby, a big day. Six carries, 211 yards, two touchdowns. And Matthew Luby uh, had one run of 80 yards on one play, and then he had an 80-yard, nine-yard touchdown run in the second quarter. Just to kind of recap the scoring, Gahanna missed a 22-yard field goal in the first quarter. Luby with an 80-yard touchdown run with 5.55 left in the first. Elder had a 7-0 lead. Then a 24-yard touchdown run by Travis, a two-yard touchdown run by Travis Whitaker, rather, with 4.27 left. The extra point was missed. Made it seven to six. Uh, Joseph Catania with a one-yard touchdown run with 27 seconds left in the first quarter. It was 14 to six. Elder Panthers. Second quarter with 8:06 remaining. Cooper Johnson with a four-yard touchdown run. That was just before a 76-yard touchdown uh, or a pass to Ramsey uh, that uh, Ramsey caught and uh, got down to the three-yard line and got that in. Drew Ramsey with an 11-yard touchdown pass to Royer with, to make it 28 to six, and then an 89-yard touchdown run. Phil. Uh, Matthew Luby to make it 34-6. They tried to get the two-point conversion. It failed. Yeah, just the elder offense scoring so quickly. Uh, you know, defense hasn't really been able to catch their breath on the sidelines for the Panthers and kind of talk through, you know, a, a lot of what we said at the first game, trying to discuss what are you seeing, what's going on, what, what, what different things that we're seeing. So the... Defense is really put between a, a rock and a hard place, but it's a good thing. It's because the offense, you get two of those giant runs by Luby. You got Ramsey's big run uh, thrown in there, too. So that the offense, it's a high-powered offense. It's fun to watch, and it should be one that if the Panthers did have to get in a shootout with somebody, we know that they got the weapons to do it. Yeah, I was saying to you earlier, uh, off the air, just talking about I think this offense is, is – is maybe better than it was last year even. And they were really good last year with Michael Bittner for over 2,300 yards on the air in the air. But this offense has a, uh, you know, Ramsey gives a, Drew Ramsey gives a, 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 just a total different look from the left side throwing. Uh, he had the one of two completions, one for the touchdown. He also caught a 76-yard pass. So certainly I think the offensive line has matured. Uh, I mean, that's the other thing, the difference from year to year. And a lot of people don't realize that is there is just 
there's a development and maturity between offensive linemen and, and just their communication skills and what they can do with each other and calls they can make the longer they play together. So the, these guys, a lot of them have been a core unit for a few years now. So they've been able to develop those relationships, which you see now coming to, uh, you know, to a head here with this offense. So hopefully that continues throughout the year and they just continue to grow and grow and grow in their abilities and their confident offensive linemen. And you're getting defensive guys on skates. You're pushing them back and you're owning them all game. I mean, it's easy to play. Uh, and I know that conditioning is never going to become a thing for the Panthers, you know, the way that they work all summer. And so I think they can dominate that offensive line, those trenches every single game, and it's going to make it very hard for another team to be successful. And speaking of conditioning, the new center is just tremendous, right? Absolutely. Panther Fitness Center, you know, all of our donors, obviously Kyle Rudolph being one of the, the main donors for that, but the fitness center is great. So when you come on campus next week to see the Panthers take on Indianapolis Cathedral, it's going to be a little bit different. If you haven't been up there with the parking lot configuration, you're going to get to walk by the Panther Fitness Center as you come in, and uh, it's just a, a massive facility, and there's a lot of changes when you come next week. You're going to see the Panther Fitness Center. we got new lights. we got a new scoreboard. Um, just a, a lot of things that uh, are, are really happening you on the campus. You sound like you're a little excited about this. I, I am. You know, I am. It's like a kid at Christmas morning. Almost. Absolutely. I'm always excited. <laughs> Big good things happening on the Elders campus always happen. Check us out. Come on. Stop by. You know, give it a look-see. Especially come see us on Friday night. There's take on Indianapolis Cathedral. Elder will get ready to receive this second-half kick. Elder in their road white jerseys with the purple stripes along the side. And they lead it 34-6 to here. Stillwell will kick it off at the 40-yard line. And setting up deep, uh, looks like as they need to put a little more lights <laughs> in the stadium as well. A little bit dark on. We're on the visitor's side press box here. Looks like Dieter's at the 5. He's to the 10. He's at the 15. He's to the 20, 25. And out of bounds at about the 27-yard line. So the Panthers get a good start. The Levitt at the 27-yard line, already up 34-6. to And the offense has been tremendous. And if they can get a score in, we're going to be in that running clock situation. So the Panthers could start out the season, you know, with a, with a quick second half. But let's see if the offense can come up with the same high-power thing after being in the locker room, talking through a th- few things. But at the same time, you know, Gahanna Lincoln's probably adjusted what they're going to do against the Panthers. So first series, we're going to see who made the right adjustments. And Patrick Ramsey looks like will be setting up in the backfield. So Patrick Ramsey will get the chance with three wide receivers to the left side. Ramsey steps, goes in motion to the right side, and that's Volmer. And we've got a flag down, a little bit legal procedure on the Panthers. So tonight's game, portions of it are brought to you by the financial advisors, Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati. Uh, the management for their planning, give them a call. Elder graduate Adam Schuster at 513-562-8304. Setting up now, Ramsey, and he gets the ball up the middle until about the 24-yard line, maybe a yard, got close to the 25, the nose of the football. Maybe we'll give him two. Yeah, nothing there, Drew Ramsey. Not really able to get anything. They sniffed out that draw pretty quick on first down. So, so far, adjustments made at halftime. You know, Gahanna Lincoln's got that one kind of figured out. But... It doesn't mean the Panthers won't go back at that same look. Joseph Catania comes back in. And they set up now. And they set up. David Larkins comes out. So three wide receivers now to the right. Setting Luby up in the backfield at the 20-yard line. 
Luby now looks to pitch. He's going to run it himself across the 25 to the 30. 35, 40, 45, 50. And he gets taken down from behind at about the 45-yard line of Gahanna Lincoln. And that might have been off to the races again. And that would have been a 75-yard touchdown. Hey, he, just, he just made it through that. He ran through that lane. A lot of arm tackles. You know, it's like a greased-up pig. I mean, nobody could grab him. I mean, there was a lot of traffic there just sliding off of him. Luby just, again, patient runner, hits that lane, and then he commits and he continues to run north and south, which Pasquale already had three big runs. That looked like it was almost going to be, you know, another one. Well, it was about 30 I, I, unofficially, but we've got him at about 240 yards on the ground. They go in motion, setting up now with Evan Vollmer. Now Ramsey goes in motion, a lot of motion. Ramsey gets the carry across the 40, 35, 30, down to the 26-yard line. So Drew Ramsey now to the 26-yard line. So anybody that's carrying the football, it's been tough to stop for Gahanna. Elder offense getting a hat on a hat right there. Once you get that hat on a hat, you can get in those lanes. Ramsey picked it up, got down the field. Other thing that's kind of telling right now, Gahanna Lincoln's defense alignment, all hands on hips. They're getting a little bit tired. 10-20 to go here in the third quarter. The Panthers with the lead 34-6. Three wide receivers off to the left side. They go in motion and now setting up Catania in the backfield. The give to Catania. Catania inside the 25 to about the 20, 19-yard line where he got eight yards. And I was really all on him getting that extra yards. Yep, just making his reads and seeing what he does. He's a pretty natural runner, and the Panthers going to go quick here. 9.55 to go third quarter, setting up Luby, backfield shotgun. The give to Catania. Catania again, and he gets to the 15-yard line, a gain of about three or four, so that'll be enough for a first down for the Panthers. Yeah, just trying to get a quick one, and we got uh, an injured uh, lion on the field, so we're going to take a, a short timeout here. We'll take a short break. We'll come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, we are on the road at Columbus, Ohio. Uh, with the Gahanna Lincoln Lions against the Elder Panthers. Elder leading it 34-6. to They have the ball the first down and 10 at the 15-yard line. With 9.47 remaining, they'll set up with two odd receivers to the left side and two to the right. Luby with Ramsey behind him. Setting up, they go in motion. Ramsey now moving around. And now the give fake to, to throw to Ramsey to the 20, 15, 10, 5, and into the end zone. Let's see, did they get him in? It's going to be out short of the end zone, about the one-yard line where they'll mark him out. Yeah, he, the referee just got a – there was a quick push right in front of him just to shove him out of bounds, and Ramsey tried to tiptoe. I, I think they're going to put it – yeah, they're going to put it right the nose of the ball, right on the two. But Ramsey able to get down, just a quick, easy pitch, got outside. Guys did a good job blocking around the edge, but Panthers looking to punch, punch the ball in. Catania in the backfield. Let's see if they give it to him. They've got – they line up with Dieters up there, too, to block with a first down and goal at the two. The give to Catania walks into the end zone for the touchdown, his second of the game. It is 40-6, to six, Elder Panthers. I mean, literally walked in. It's like he's, you know, 
just walk walking in the door of Elder High School. I mean, there was nobody there to stop him. Just walked right in, good good push of the offensive line, almost too easy. But you know, forty to six now. Panthers, Sam Harmar coming out here to kick, but the you know, clock's going to start rolling after this. 9.29 remaining, and Harmeyer looks to add the extra point. Thamen to hold. Here comes the snap. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 9.29 remaining, it's all Elder Panthers. 41-6. to We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Nine nine. Welcome back to the Dominic Benavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal in Gahanna, Ohio, and it is all Elder Panthers. Forty-one to six with the lead. Catania with his second touchdown of the game. This time a two-yard run, and the Panthers with the big lead. Phil, and the running clock will begin. And that's you know going to make this game a little bit more difficult for the Panthers if they want to do some substitutions. But at the same time, you know everybody's got to stay pace of the game is going to pick up here, so you really got to stay listening to your coaches on the sideline. Heyman kicks it off. It gets to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, outside to the 30-yard line. And Stillwell gets it to the 30, and that'll be where they'll start it for Gehanna Lincoln with 9.13 remaining. Again, the clock will be running. Tonight's game brought to you by Red Wing Shoes. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with Red Wing Stores, ultimate fit expert of the art uh, foot scanning, fitting, and products best suit for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience of the five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations, Weston Hills, Florence, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. So Red Wing Shoes. With 8.58, now the clock continues to run. They'll set up now. And the quarterback, Will Thomas, he's in the shotgun formation. He's got one wide to the left side. They go in motion with Miles Brown setting up now, looking, looking the throw, and it is complete to the sidelines to about the 40-yard line for Deshaun Scott, and he gets it to about the 40-yard line with 8.35 as the clock continues to run, and 41-6 Panthers. Yeah, Ben Dieters with the uh, stop out of bounds there, but even though that's going on, the clock's still ticking. So, Gahanna Lincoln, longer they take in the huddle, you know, more time rolls off. It's going to be a quick third quarter uh, if they aren't able to put the ball into the end zone. They've got it at the 40-yard line, and it is first and 10 for for the Lions with 8-10 to play. Setting up two wide, now three wide, and now give the quarterback keeper across the 40. He's to the 43-yard line. So, Will Thomas on the carry for Gahanna Lincoln. He's had a, a busy day. Uh, Dieters and Sandus on that outside making the tackle. Sandus coming, you know, downhill uh, along the line of scrimmage, just sniffing it out. He, he's had a pretty good game on the edge, making some good open field tackles and keeping it from breaking out. And Ben Dieters coming off the field right now with a little bit of a, a hop in his step, uh, coming in to uh, replacing Bartley Thomas. Will uh, take over. Barley Thomas there, and they've also got uh, Javarius Richardson will see some time as well over there. And now looking, here's Thomas to throw the football down the field. It's complete inside the 40 to the 37-yard line. 
Tackle was by Marco Sabato. He's had a pretty good game today. It's a couple of times we've announced his name. Yeah, and Marco, he makes a tackle, though, and everybody's kind of looking around, and I'm not sure if, if they had a missed coverage or weren't in the right formation um, on there, especially with, you know, Thomas coming in, just everybody trying to get relined up. Seven minutes and counting for the third quarter. The Panthers have a 41-6 lead. One wide to the left side and one to the right with his running clock. Shotgun formation for Thomas. He's at his 41-yard line where he lines up. Whitaker in the backfield. Now the give to Whitaker. Whitaker outside the 40. He's to the 35. He gets out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. Again, a four on the play for Gahanna Lincoln. Seemed like a lot of work for four yards. Yeah, I think and I got Sanders coming off there making the tackle. He's on the far side, like you said, you know, at the... Stadium gear, a few dark spots. Not, I mean, not literally, but you kind of lose them in the shadows yeah. uh, with the jerseys over there on that far sideline. 618 remaining. Elder Panthers with a 41 to 6 lead. If you're just joining us, Matthew Luby has over 250 yards of rushing, two touchdowns of more than 80 yards in this game. And Joseph Catania with two touchdowns as well. One wide receiver to the left side. They set up and now looking to throw the football as Thomas inside the 20. It's complete and out of the 15-yard line. So he got uh, Kobe Stillwell there for the first down and down inside with 5.50 to go. And all that coverage for the Panthers. Everybody just kind of, you know, playing a level, a little bit of a zone coverage. Nobody really getting in any spots. So it was an easy catch for the Lions to pick up. The first down and can continue to move the chains here on this drive. Elders defense, that's the problem. You're up 41 to 6, I get it, but right now they're, they're real just kind of lax and just kind of letting them kind of get into their chest and push them around. This isn't the same defense we saw in, in the second in the second quarter. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right, 520 to go in the third. Got a Lincoln now, they go in motion. Whitaker going to move to the left side in a little slow pace before. Is he going to get off the field? He almost looked like he was running to get off the field. Now a timeout is called because it's just too much. Uh, as that, we'll keep it. We'll keep it here. Tonight's game is brought to you by Sure Optical. Doctor Ken Sure of Sure Optical can make your world look a whole lot more in focus, and don't we all need that? Good eyesight is a key to success in school, work, or sports. If you think your vision is not what it should be, then let 1979 Elder Grad Doctor Ken Sure give you a complete eye examination at Sure Optical at four five one zero zero one zero. And you know, even if I got an eye exam tonight, I don't think I still would see Gahanna's numbers, but <laughs> I could use an eye exam. Yeah, Coach Ram. He went right out to the defensive huddle, and he's probably talking to him, <laughs> saying it a little bit differently than I did. But, uh, you know, they're just getting pushed around too much right now, and they can't have it. They're moving the ball with ease, and they weren't moving the ball at all in the second quarter, not really getting much. They forced them to punt several times, and right now it's just pitch and catch and, and run up the field. Nothing's real difficult for them. So let's see if the defense can hold them and maybe force a kick. I mean, obviously at this point they're going to go for a touchdown. Yeah. Let's see if they can force them uh, and hold them with no points. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left. The quarterback keeper, Thomas, goes inside the 15 to about the 13. Sanders is back in the game, and he was on top of that for the tackle to about the 13-yard line. So again, of a couple Yeah, first man Thomas. there, Jonathan Path. And then the Panthers just couldn't push him back and make contact right about the line of scrimmage but he's still able to pick up about two yards on market you know jonathan pass had a great game we've uh called his number several times tonight as well the defense has been been pretty good in certain spots and connor keys uh the senior 
Two wide receivers to the left side, one to the right. Shotgun formation for Thomas with 425. The throw across is incomplete. Intended for Ben Morris. He was open in the, around the two-yard line, but it was incomplete. So this is one of those situations where it seems like you got Kahana Lincoln able to move the football to about the 10-yard line a lot of times, but they, they can't seem to put it in. Yeah, they, they right there, that pass running, coming across the middle. The ball was thrown behind him. I, I mean, he was in front of Sabato. He would have caught that in stride and been into the end zone. But instead, instead of throwing it and leading the receiver, he threw it to his back pocket, and he wasn't able to turn to make that catch. 3.45 to go in the third quarter. The Panthers leading it 41-6. to Here's a third down and eight from the 13. Three wide receivers for Kahana Lincoln to the left, one to the right. Thomas looking to throw to the right corner of the end zone. It is incomplete. The coverage that time by number 13, Bartley Thomas. And Thomas uh, might have got away with a little bit of a push. Yeah, you know, both guys going for the football yeah. there. I mean, good, good, you know, good rub by the ref. Joe Foles and Logan gets a little pressure on a quarterback. So making him maybe throw the ball a little bit sooner than he had liked. So it's uh, fourth and eight, and it looks like they're going to bring out their kicking unit here. I'm going to try to keep it to, uh, let's see, it's 41-6. to six. This would make it 41-9. to nine. We'd still have the 32, but they missed a couple of, uh, they missed an extra point in a field goal, so they're going to try this one. This one is from 30 yards away from the right hash. The kick and is no good. It just bounces off to the left side. Didn't even get it in the air. And with 2.53 to go here in the third quarter, it is the Elder Panthers 41 and Gahanna Lincoln 6. We'll take a quick timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavide broadcast booth. Renamed in honor of Dominic Bonavide, who passed away from cancer in August. He was the president of the Elder Booster Club for over 30 years, and he will be missed. 2.40 to go in this game. The Elder Panthers get it back, and they have the football now to about the 25-yard line. A gain of five on first down. Cooper Johnson on the carry for the Panthers. Yeah, we're going to see uh, a few different guys touching the football here as the Panthers try to Get some substitutions in on uh, JT Miller is going to be taking over the quarterback spot. Uh, JT Miller coming in at six foot one, hundred and sixty-five pounds. He's a junior running some quarterback. Yeah, he he does a good job there, and he sets up. And right now, with two oh five to go in the third quarter, setting up three wide receivers to the right, and now looking Cooper Johnson goes in the backfield. They set up now, and it's Cooper Johnson on the carry and carries it to about the 28-yard line. So a gain of about two on that with a minute 50 to go. And they set up now with a minute 40 to go. And that Kelsey Chevrolet is your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and a proud sponsor of Prep Sports Radio Network. Now, Kelsey Chevrolet, limited powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet on Route 50 in Lawrenceburg. Kelsey Chevrolet, uh, KelseyChef.com. A minute 26 now to go, setting up a third down and two. And now we're going to have to get some motion. Let's see a late snap, maybe a delay a game on the Panthers. Yep, false start against the Panthers, so they're going to back them up. But that clock is about to tick underneath a minute here in the third quarter. 
Yeah, it's certainly uh, been a quick uh, third quarter with the running clock. J.T. Miller in at quarterback, as uh, Phil mentioned, a six foot one, one hundred sixty five pound junior, getting a chance to play here. Ramsey now going to be off to the right as a wide receiver, three wide. Make that four now. They set up now, and Miller out of the shotgun looks to throw, and it is to the sidelines. It is incomplete, intended for Lance Jr. But uh, he was out of bounds, I think. Yeah, just not, not a lot of room uh, for him to get anything going. Fourth down and seven at the 23-yard line with 30 seconds and counting here in quarter number three. The Panthers with a 41-6 to lead. If you're just joining us, Matthew Luby, two big touchdown runs, one of 80, one of 89. He has over 250 yards on the ground. And it looks like, uh, let's see, who's back there? Is that Dieter's back to punt? Or let's see, who's... Uh, Harmeyer, stuff to see from here on the setting up now with three seconds, and that'll the kick is up. It's a high kick. It's going to bounce at about the 40, 35. It's still bouncing at the 25. A great kick. It lands at the 21-yard line. It's Connor Amon. Yeah, Connor Amon kicking. It didn't. Could not see the number, but Connor Amon yeah. punted it. Getting a chance to punt a little bit, and Connor does a tremendous job on that one. And that's the, and well, it's that's the, the first time the, they punted today. Right, and that's the end of the quarter. End of the quarter with the score, the Panthers 41, and Gahanna Lincoln 6 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend it is discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here in Gahanna, Ohio, at William C. Strait Senior Field. It is Elder Panthers 41 and Gahanna Lincoln 6. The Lions will have it first down and 10. At the 21-yard line, shotgun formation set up for Will Thomas. Thomas throws. It's complete in the backfield and going to get back to the 20-yard line, maybe a yard loss for Travis Whitaker. So with 11.40 to go in the fourth quarter, Phil, a, a good start to the Elder Panther season, though. 41-6 to up next week in the Annapolis Cathedral at home. Yeah, come home, get to play a game at the pit. You know, you've been working all summer you know, to have that home game. Um, you know, travel up here, see how you do on the road, get tested, get the league right after school, you know, get out of school at 2.30, get on a bus at 3 o'clock, and come up here, and I think the Panthers have responded to that challenge. Here's Thomas looking to throw the football and does. Complete cross to the 30, to the 35, and he's out about the 36-yard line with Travis Whitaker. And the 35-yard line is where they get it with 11 minutes to go. And Joe Foles and Logan comes down the field to make a make a tackle. Uh, and, again, defensively they've made a lot of substitutions. So, well, you know, we'll be trying to, to get those as quickly as we can. Two wide receivers off to the right side and two to the left. Looking now is Thomas, the throw. It is complete again, this time to Travis Whitaker, and Whitaker is going to get to the 39-yard line 
with ten minutes and forty. Sorry, folks. I was just saying, Sam Salamone, uh, Sam Harmeyer get in uh, on a tackle and mix it up a little bit. Joey Stemler in there as well. Uh, just a short pickup on second down. Yeah, they got as you mentioned, Salamone ninety six out there. They've got. Uh, 97 with Nathan Steffen, as you mentioned as well. A lot of uh, a lot of new faces on the defense this year, and you'll see a lot of them in and out. Second and nine at the 38-yard line. Setting up now with 10-10 to play here in the fourth quarter. Gahanna Lincoln trailing 41-6. With the running clock, the throw to the right side is complete to the 40 and out to the 45-yard line. So the 45-yard line... And setting up uh, for, it'll be a third and two at about the 45-yard line for Gahanna Lincoln. Joey Stemmler uh, in on that tackle. And we got another wholesale change out there, defensive backs. 9.40 to go. The clock continues to run. Third down and two at the 45-yard line. Will Thomas, shotgun formation for Gahanna Lincoln. One wide to the right. And now looking, setting up at the 45. He's going to run it, and not much doing. Gets stacked up at, uh, might have even lost a couple, at the 42-yard line. And looked like Sam Solomon got the tackle again. Yeah, a couple of Panthers get in on that one. So they're able to hold fourth and two. Brownsburg now with a 17-16 lead over St. X in the third quarter in a shocking game there. Nine minutes and counting. For Gahanna Lincoln, a fourth down and three at the 44-yard line. Panthers have Joe Weber now on the right side on defense. Set up now with a fourth and three at the 44. Shotgun for Thomas, looking to throw the football. Steps up, throws. It is incomplete, and that'll be Elder Panther football. will take it over on downs with 840. There's nothing doing there. Uh, there was good pressure by the Panthers. Uh, get, you know, Getting in into the backfield, Sam Salamone, get a little bit of pressure. Linebackers kind of had everything just messed up. They really looked like they were almost just throwing the ball across the middle and Hoping somebody would grab it. From preventive maintenance to major repairs to your heating system and cooling system, you want someone you can trust. That's Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. We'll give you the straight answers and help you looking. They'll help you when they're looking for a, to help with your system. Call them at 531-6900. That's Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Right now, a 41-6 Elder Panther lead. They have the football. J.T. Miller and a quarterback setting up with three wide receivers to the right side. And now the give up the middle. It's it's at Connor Johnson, I believe, at the 35-yard line. Uh, check that. That was uh, number 34 for the Panthers. And that's Nicholas Papp getting a chance, right? Yeah, 5'8", 175-pound sophomore uh, getting, getting a run in there. Getting a chance to bring it in with 7.52 to go. Panthers going to win this one. They lead it 41-6. to But just getting in some extra plays. This is nice on a, on a varsity level to see some of these kids that don't get a chance to play. Three, uh, The two wide receivers off to the right. JT Miller setting up. They go in motion. And now Miller again. Give again to Nicholas Paff. And he gets to about the 37-yard line. Make check that they're going to mark him uh, just about the 34-yard line. He's going to go ahead and pick up that first down. Clock's rolling to about the seven-minute mark. Panthers in, in good position right here. Just keep methodically moving the football. Might be able to punch one in. Seven minutes and five seconds remaining. 
Panthers with a first and 10 at their 33-yard line at the Kahana 33. Three wide to the right side, one to the left side. Shotgun formation for Miller. Miller gives again, and the handoff is not much doing there. He's going to get back to maybe the line of scrimmage, but Nicholas Paff again getting a chance to uh, carry the football here in the fourth quarter. Also playing some offense is Lance Neville, number 14, getting a chance to play. So it'll be second down and 10 for the Panthers. They'll mark it at the 33-yard line. And Lance Neville, number 14, six-foot wide receiver, lines up to the right side. They go in motion, and that was Mike Kirch. The give again to number 34, Nicholas Puff. Balfin getting in at 5'8", 175, with six minutes and five seconds remaining. The Panthers taking their time getting to play in, so you know, Paff getting a couple of hard carries right now, taking some hits. We hit the six-minute mark, uh, but you know, the Panthers probably going to go right back to it. It's We're sitting at a third and seven, uh, so just short gains, short gains, short gains. Yeah, third and seven. They mark it at the 30-yard line, 545 remaining. The Panthers with a 41-6 lead over Ghana Lincoln. Matthew Luby, the big star of the day, with uh, over 250 yards of rushing, 80-yard touchdown, 89-yard touchdown. Third and seven from the 30, J.T. Miller. They set up, they go wide to the right, and Miller's looks like he's going to keep it himself. Inside the 30 to the 25, to the 20, to the 19-yard line, a gain of 11, and a first down for the Panthers, and J.T. Miller doing a good job there. So the third-string quarterback running the football like the first and second string. Yeah, able to go ahead and pick up that first down, so the Panthers stay on offense and going to be able to work this clock, which we're hitting a five-minute mark now, work this clock straight down. Now Miller is a junior, getting a chance to play here, but as a third string, it's tough to get in a lot. First and 10 at the 24-53 to go. Two wide receivers off to the right side. One to the left. Shotgun formation. Running up path in the backfield to give to path again across the 20. And he's going to get right back to where he was. So not much doing for path that time. But the clock continues to run with 4.35 to go in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 41-6 lead. Coming up after the game, stay tuned. We don't have the La Rosa's. Uh, we don't have, but we, we do have a wrap-up show coming up. And that is with the with the guys. They'll uh, wrap up everything, including giving you some scores. And uh, earlier, St. X was losing. We'll see if we can get an update on that. But they were losing 17-16 to 16 in the third quarter. Two wide receivers off to the left side. One to the right. J.T. Miller, that's on the bad snap, but he's just going to fall on it at the 28-yard line. Yeah, nothing there. Just make sure you cover that thing up. Don't try to do anything else with it. And we got, so I think the St. X game is still 17-6, to and we do have another score update. LaSalle is up 17 to nothing on the Coda West. You know, it's amazing. What did we do before? In the booth? Well, you, we had a, you had to call in. You had to call had in to, to get the scores. What a call in and i can remember as a as a young adult standing outside of o charlie's using uh, somebody's cell phone a nokia one that probably only had 10 minutes left on the card <laughs> and trying to call channel 12 to get some scores third and 17 from the 28 and now the give up the middle to path and he's going to get to about the 25 yard line and he is uh it's going to be a fourth down coming up at the 25 with uh, 315 to go and again as i mentioned don't forget, stay tuned. Coming up next, the Prep Sports Radio Network game night with Steve, Tom, Mark, 
Uh, all the latest from an undisclosed location. It's kind of nice having that. Uh, and then next week we're back to the Roses. I can't wait for that. Yeah, they'll be back to business as usual. Pre-game show, halftime show at the pit, and then post-game show. Uh, Prep Sports Radio game night at Boudinot La Rosa's. Fourth down and 15 at the 25 for the Panthers. Miller, quarterback, two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Miller gets the snap. It's a high one. Steps across the 30, going to run it to the 25 and get out of bounds at around the 24, but there's a flag down right at about the 24-yard line. So let's see what they what they call. Another update on a score. Princeton leading Milford 7-0 at the half. And LaSalle is now up 24 to nothing over Lakota West. So we're getting all these updated scores. This game is 41 to 6. Elder Panthers on top. The Panthers continue to roll here. Turnover on down, yep. so defense can come out, but uh, clock pop change. Uh, but then it'll start rolling again. 234 remaining. 41 to 6. Elder Panthers. Uh, as Gahanna Lincoln will have the football first and 10 at the 23-yard line. And let's see if they got Trey Berger, I think, is in a quarterback. Let's see. We can uh, look at that. Two wide receivers off to the right side, one to the left. And setting up Berger, looking to throw the football down the field. Throws it, and it is incomplete. But a flag down for pass interference as looked like... Uh, for the Panthers, number 33, Jake Vollmer, gets called for the pass interference. Vollmer, the uh, junior defensive back, yes, getting a chance. I actually, you know, it's interesting. I met their dad uh, in the parking lot tonight. Real good guy. Talked about his two sons, and he's got a lot to deal. When you get two sons watching, that's, yeah. that's that's a that's a lot of stuff. And his grandfather was at the game as well. So, congrats to the Vollmers. I, I was hoping to call a touchdown for Evan tonight, but uh, not tonight. But I'm sure it'll happen in a, in a game coming up. A minute 20 to go in this one, but the Panthers with a 41-6 lead. Next week at Indianapolis Cathedral at the pit. No driving, no traffic. It's a good good day on a Friday. And we're going to get a, looks like another flag this time. Is that on the Panthers as well? Yeah, I think they're going to get the Panthers... But now they can't really figure out what they're going to call here. For with a minute 15, I think they should just warm up the bus. Yeah, I can't. Uh... <laughs> Colrain update. They lead 21 to 13 over Wayne. That's uh, late in the third quarter. So they're going to call it a catch. Is that so? The Panthers, so it's a first and ten for Gahana. They're going to move it to the 50-yard line. Yeah, it's a catch on yeah. that one. They declined the pass interference call. Okay. Ball moves up. Clock, you know, all that time, though, the clock ran down to one minute. Yeah. Setting up now, looking, setting, throwing down the field. It is incomplete, almost intercepted by the, by the Panthers. Yeah, Nick Sanfilippo on that one almost got the interception. Yeah, Trey Berger is in a quarterback for uh, Gahanna Lincoln. And he had a pretty good throw down the field. But uh, this one with 40 seconds to go, it's going to be a win column for the Elder Panthers. Good start. I talked with uh, Coach Ramsey before the game. It's always nice to get the first one under your belt. This was a good win. Uh, but it's back to, back to uh, you know, trying to get the team. He probably still doesn't know half of what, what he needs to know. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just a lot of what you see to go and go watch film this week and, uh, you know, make changes that need to be made. But going to get ready for Indianapolis Cathedral, home game at the pit. Throw is incomplete. Trey Berger is complete. We'll do it with 10 seconds, and that will be the last play of the ball game. The Elder Panthers with an impressive win today, 41-6. to We'll come back, wrap things up from here before the Prep Sports Radio game night. We'll wrap it up, but 41-6 to is your final score. We'll take a timeout, come back, and wrap it up on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision. First correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, Altiora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from all family to yours. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. I'm Father Ryan Mayer one of the Vicars General of the Diocese of Covington. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. (laughs) It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight. Pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, the Cooper Electric star of the game, is unanimous vote on this one. We didn't really have to vote too hard. Matthew Luby with seven carries, 241 yards officially on the ground. I had thought he had 250, but uh, was off by nine. So, uh, but 241 yards. He had an 80-yard touchdown. He had a 
89-yard touchdown, so not a bad day for Matthew Luby being the Cooper Electric star of the game. Yeah, not a bad day at all. Just answered a lot of questions about Elder's offense uh, today. We saw that they're high, you know they can be a high-powered offense, quick scores. They can also grind it out a little bit. Uh, they have a lot of options. There's a lot of movement to their offense, a lot of motion, so they have to be on their game to, to stop the Panthers moving forward. Yeah, they did a great job today, 41-6. to We'll just we'll just recap the scoring. Uh, Gahana missed a 22-yard field goal in the first quarter. Also in the first quarter, Matthew Luby, an 80-yard touchdown run with 5.55 left. Uh, one play on that drive, and the Elder Panthers had a 7-0 lead. A two-yard touchdown for Gahanna Lincoln. Travis Whitaker, their lone score, they missed the extra point, so their kicking game had a little bit of problems in the, in the beginning in the first half. And then uh, Joseph Catania gets his first touchdown of the game, a one-yard touchdown run with 27 seconds left in the first quarter, and the Panthers had a 14-6 to lead. In the second quarter, Cooper Johnson had a four-yard touchdown run at 8.06 remaining. It was 21-6. to That included a 76-yard pass to Drew Ramsey on that drive. Drew Ramsey then got his own touchdown pass to Royer, an 11-yard touchdown pass from Ramsey to Royer, made it 28-6 to in the second, also in the second. Second, another touchdown for Matthew Luby. 89-yard touchdown. Luby with uh, 106 to go made it 34 to 6. Joseph Catania, his second touchdown of the game, a two-yard touchdown run with 929 remaining, and that made it 41 to 6. And that made the running clock and a nice quick game tonight, though. Yeah, very quick game. Get get uh, get heading back to Cincinnati, but get ready for any Indianapolis Cathedral. You know this one's done. Go ahead and watch the film. Enjoy, uh, you know what it was tonight, but. Yeah, you got to move forward. So, uh, unfortunately, though, Indianapolis Cathedral, I think they don't do not play. Uh, they do not play tonight. They play Moeller tomorrow night. So the Panthers really won't have any film to start looking at and breaking down right away. So they'll, you know, look and be concerned with themselves tomorrow, uh, and then start talking about Cathedral on Monday. That's right. Well. We're going to wrap things up from here. Thanks to Mark Bengals, to Steve Bengals, to Tom Kennedy, to Kevin Kennedy, back at the studios doing a bang-up job as always. And thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, Elder Panthers 41, Gahanna Lincoln 6. Next week, Friday night, Elders at the pit to face Indianapolis Cathedral at 7 o'clock. For Phil Bengal, I'm Len Harvey. So long from Gahanna Lincoln. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's the Prep Sports Radio Network game night undisclosed location with Steve, Tom, and Mark. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Say here, Clarence Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's
it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chili's are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Delhi, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. This is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at hoding.com. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. It's time. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night, brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. And now for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to the La Rosa's Pizza on Boudinot Avenue in Western Hills. Here is Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. 
We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a 1750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside Home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to LaRosa's on Boutneau Avenue. I think now we're ready to go. Uh, the problem with the way we have things set up tonight is that I can't hook up the stuff we were trying to use because Len is coming through the station on that signal, so you can't pre-test a thing. And, and when we went on, it was just dead. <laughs> yeah, I blame it on the running clock. I do, too. So, anyways, we're... We're going back to the old standby uh, equipment, the trusty, dusty old uh, Zircom Max-Z, and, uh, and here we are. But, guys, big win tonight by the Elder Panthers, uh, 41-6. Last year they knocked them off 31 to nothing. Uh, things seemed early on in the game, guys, a little rough. It uh, seemed like the, uh, that the, the, uh, the defense was a little – a porous, but they they got things together, and uh, obviously uh, the offense. Uh, every, everyone knew they were going to be clicking on offense, and the turnaround turned out great. It did uh, on all cylinders on the offense, and, and honestly, like we said at halftime, um, you know, a lot of times in first game for some kids and they're on varsity and what have you, and Gahanna uh, Lincoln misses the field goal, uh, would have put him up early, didn't happen. Uh, Elder made him pay for it, and there you go. Uh, it was good. The only seven points were scored in the second half all by the Panthers. So we said at the halftime, start the bust. The game was over, and it was. Uh, it's a good win for the Elder Panthers. Uh, when you win, it's always good. But when you win, and you st- they're, I'm, they're still, sure there's still plenty of things that they need to work on. So they're going to look at the film. 
and I'm sure there's plenty of things that Doug and the staff uh, can improve upon or what have you, but uh, when you're looking at that kind of film, it's a lot easier to look at it after a victory instead of a loss. Yeah, we're going to be looking at some other key games, and uh, there were some, uh, I guess if you look at the press clippings and you look at what uh, I think that a lot of the storylines were following was Tom Bolden leaving Coleraine, Tom Bolden going to Lakota West to rescue Lakota West. Lakota West uh, apparently knocked off Coleraine in a scrimmage, which really doesn't, it's a practice game, it really doesn't mean a lot. Uh, but it looks like tonight uh, they they went on the road out to LaSalle, and LaSalle has been handling them very well. Steve, I don't know if we have a, the latest score. I, I think there was a, a power outage delay at uh, LaSalle earlier in the game, but they have that obviously fixed. But uh, LaSalle was winning uh, that game uh, pretty handily. Yeah, yeah. working on that. Uh, one of the problems with uh, the, the running clock is uh, er- everybody else is uh, way behind us, so... Um, it was the uh, latest score I had was twenty-four to nothing, LaSalle. Yeah, it it was. Uh, I think I the latest one I had was at twenty-four to seven, possibly. But okay. Still, it was uh, uh, shocking that that was one of the it, uh, coach McLaugh, McLaughlin out at LaSalle. He's not wanting to uh, have the same thing happen as happened last year and and uh, yeah. not follow the script. So uh, that that uh, is one of those things where you. Uh, you look at those games, and those are the, the, the kind of the what's what's to come of the season. Yeah. And you know, Mark, you said it well, so well. Is in the preseason things, and you have people looking at the rosters, and it's based on maybe last year's record. It's based on what or how many players got Division One scholarships, and you go from there. But the one thing that they always miss out on is heart and uh, cohesiveness and stick to it in this and playing together and that goes a long way uh, in, in gelling and making a team so um, you know like you said uh, there's no preseason per se there's a couple scrimmages but for the most part uh, once again the GMC excuse me the GCL uh, looks like at least out on North Bend Road tonight it's going to take care of the GMC once again. Another one we were going to be watching, a big game, Princeton and Milford, and Princeton has been getting all the press as we came into the year uh, talking about the uh, uh, all the no- Division One recruits assembling, uh, coming in there, and sometimes you have a problem getting everybody playing <laughs> on the same uh, page. You know, they, yeah, all, well, say, they all say, you yeah, go ahead, there's only there's, one football, right? right. There's only, you yeah. Know, and, and no I and team, so a lot of That's times you got to work that out and get those things going. But uh, the Tom Grippa's Milford uh, program, uh, they were at the late uh, third quarter was just down seven to nothing, and and uh, you know the the press that Princeton's been getting, it's, it's a lot of people are saying it's the return of Princeton. The you know they they're yeah. in the era apparent, so uh, anxious to see how that one plays. Well, Mike out. Daniels, the, the new head coach out there and former player. Coming back to his alma mater, and uh, the latest I had was fourteen to nothing, Princeton over Milford. Okay, okay. But still, it's uh, you're right. You know, once again, uh, you've got a lot of uh, good athletes, and um, you know, uh, but it's putting it all together. And a Milford team's probably thinking they're going to be the underdog, or they're going to feel like you know they have something to prove, especially again like Princeton. And we'll see. Uh, week one, a long way to go. A long way to go. Well, once again game you listen to tonight, uh, Elder knocks off 
Lincoln Gahana uh, Lions, 41-6. to A big win tonight. The uh, offense uh, pretty much called off the dogs because of the running clock. The, the second half went uh, zipping by, and that's why we're scrambling to get a lot of scores because a lot of games are still or in action or just starting to finish up. But a uh, big win tonight. It's an easy bus ride home for uh, team, uh, coaches, and parents coming back and fans. Uh, that long drive uh, from Columbus with a big win under your belt, and Steve uh, and Tom, those those are uh, that it's uh, extra long when you lose. You're right. It's a quick, a little bit quicker. You're getting to the Kings Island exit a lot quicker. It seems like when you win that game than when you don't win that game coming home. So uh, a good win for Doug Ramsey and the Elder Panthers. Um, you know, a, a feather in the cap. Uh, it's a good way to you know to start the season. Uh, the second year in a row, they they did well against Gahanna Lincoln last year, opening night at the pit. Uh, Elder shut them out 31 to zero. So tonight, you know, basically the same thing, 41 to six, and uh, a lot a lot of good to be said. But at the same time, uh, I'm sure there's there's tweaks and things that they need to improve upon uh, to uh, tighten things up. And Mark, you mentioned it earlier that Indianapolis Cathedral comes into the pit next week, and what do they do? Run it down your throat. They try to do that, don't they? Yeah. So, uh, and with Elder being a little bit undersized on the D-line, you know, maybe we'll see more of the offensive linemen that we mentioned earlier, you know, go on the D-line, or we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, you want you want the, uh, the you know, the team to play well, and they're going to play well. Doug Ramsey, you know, expects it and demands it, and, and the coaching staff the same way. So it's, it's going to be a pretty exciting year this year. Yes, it will be. And, uh, Congratulations. Uh, good game plan and, and got things worked out. Uh, like I said, a couple of things things looked a little uh, bleak defensively early on, but uh, obviously it made the big stop. Yeah. Uh, and then the very next play, it, it helps when uh, you get the ball back on the five-yard line and, and uh, almost in the very next play, uh, off goes Luby uh, for a touchdown. So yeah. uh, big big night tonight. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, – you know some of the changes uh, from last year to this year, and, and of course you've heard uh, all through the uh, night we've been calling the broadcast booth. We're going to do this all year long, the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. And and Dominic, if folks at home do not know who he is, he was uh, he ran the Dad's Club. Uh, he ran uh, into so much different things, not only for football, for basketball, but they also run the uh, a lot of the, the, the banquets for different sporting teams or the people that. Uh, take the tickets, do all the the leg work to get these things done, uh, and 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 they do the split the pot. And Dominic was a master at that. If you came into the pit under that little tent when you walked in there, Dominic was always there with a, a smile on his face. And one of the one of the things that I told somebody, and it, it's the truth. I mean, a lot of people you know that are elder fans, they see the world through purple and white lenses first, and then second, you know, the, they they want to get become a close relationship with you or or and so forth well with dominic was the opposite he he loved his elder panthers even though he he was a purcell marion grad uh well back then i think it was just purcell, purcell <laughs> it was. and but he was one of those guys that saw you as a person loved you as a person treated you like golden and all the other stuff was second nature to him so uh he he passed away in august uh uh, succumbed to cancer, and, and uh, he was a wonderful guy. And Absolutely. we're going to be calling the 
the broadcast booth all year long, the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. And an interesting thing when I was at his funeral, I did not know this, but Bonavita means the good life in Italian. So uh, he he led the good life. So uh, farewell, and I'm hoping Dominic's listening uh, upstairs to us right now. Sure he is. And on a personal note, my cousin worked with Dominic uh, at the Enquirer for years and years and years, and I was able to uh, uh, take him and uh, his wife out to see Dominic when they were at the uh, at the uh, hospice and get a chance to, uh, you know, I guess say the farewells, but it was very touching. And Dominic's sons were there, and uh, when, when you know, it was just very touching. And uh, so, just wanted to throw that in that you know he had a life before Elder at the Cincinnati Enquirer, but basically uh, just a, a good man through and through. All right, that's uh, a moving tribute there to Dominic, and he will be missed and. Uh, I one thing I want to knock out of the way, and this is uh, you know we're this we're getting into our 30th year of broadcasting uh, the games, uh, the older games, and uh, you know and it means one thing if you've done this long enough, it means you've stuck around long enough, and you've seen a lot of things and done a lot of things. So uh, uh, we were uh, notified. I guess one of our historians, uh, a, a guy that is kind of in the know, Kevin Welch, who does so much with the EH Sports and takes a lot of the pictures and so forth. But uh, he sent me this email earlier in the week, and I thought I'd just read it, um, that tonight's broadcast, August 30th, is the 23rd year anniversary of the first game streamed over the Internet by Prep Sports Radio Network. In that game, Elder defeated Middletown 43-13 to at Barnett's Field. And as the story goes, this was the first time a high school football game ever was streamed over the Internet by anyone. The game was streamed via a site called AudioNet, which would later become Broadcast.com in 1998. Then in 1999, Yahoo bought Broadcast.com for $5 billion, with a B, dollars, and one of the co-founders of Broadcast.com was a quiet Texan named Mark Cuban who uh, obviously owns an NBA team now, so I wonder where he got his money from. But I remember when we did this, uh, I really wasn't understanding what the streaming was and how this all worked, and and so we had to get our audio to Dallas, Texas, where they were doing this from. And so uh, we were at the time on AM 1050 uh, down in Covington in WTSJ, WTSJ, and and so we, we tried to figure out how to get our audio, the game, out there, so... Uh, we we took a uh, the, uh, just a standard radio out in the lobby of the station, and uh, there was the telephone where the receptionist was. We unhooked the, the receiver part of it, and we had this line seize device that we used to use for doing games back in the day. We we used that, and it had a little eighth inch plug that went into the radio ear plug, and. Uh, it basically, the audio came right out of the AM radio wow. into this. I hit the line seize button, and it locked the line, and it sent it down. <laughs> and then when the game was over, we'd turn the line seize off and unplug it. And I was sitting there thinking, this is, is anybody listening to this? or Is there any future yeah. in this? Yeah. Well, now, in retrospect, everybody streams. You know, you can't go to a game or go anywhere without mm-hmm. there being somebody streaming a game. And most, most high schools have a whether they're students or they're whatever. Now, there's thousands and thousands and thousands, but uh, one thing that Elder can lay claim to, they were the absolute first. Yeah. And, and back then, the line. It was the old 
you know, you hear the thing screeching in your computer and, and making that computer noise. So, but that that is uh, the anniversary. Uh, this day, 23 yeah. years ago, was the first streaming of audio over the internet. And in that same regard, since this is our 30th year, uh, the three of us kind of were talking about what could we do to kind of reminisce about what happened 30 years ago. So we kind of all agreed that uh, we'd go back 30 years ago to see what happened in the first game 30 years ago. And I have that if we could yeah, yeah, we, could, we could do it right now. Yeah. It might make some sense. Uh, basically, 30 years ago, on August 25th, 1989, uh, Elder played Boone County at the pit, and they won 36 to nothing. Okay, so basically, back then, uh, 1988, so the year before, they had a pretty good record. They had a very good team. Their record was 9-1, and one, and they made their first playoff appearance. This is in 1988, and they also had their per- first playoff win. So they, the way it's stated here is nothing less than a perfect season would do to beat the 1988 uh, season. Well, basically, they did that. So uh, with the loss of quarterback Steve Keller, Jeff Meyer, and Dennis Pendergast, excuse me, to graduation, Coach Tom Grippa, who is now at Milford, uh, faced the challenge of beating that 9-1 record. Well, in 1989, uh, they went undefeated. And in the first game against Boone County, quad captains Greg Harmeyer, who was a linebacker, Jeff Weber, who was a defensive back, Joe Huber, running back, and Brian Weisker, the offensive lineman, led the Panthers into their game against Boone County. And that's Dale and Carroll. Carroll's son, yeah. exactly. I know. In the first meeting between the two schools ever. Okay, Rob Payeff, the senior, started his first game of quarterback and against Boone County, passed for 318 yards, completing 15 of 21 passes, and threw for five touchdowns. Jeff Dottillo and Joe Ficker each had two touchdown receptions, and Joe Huber added another. Dan McCluskey added four PATs, points after touchdowns, and Dan Beckenhout scored on a two-point conversion pass from Jeff Weber. Now I hear there's a Beckenhout. There is. Okay. <laughs> Drew, and I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, there's there's something some relative in that family, so the elder defense was outstanding, holding the Boone County Rebels to only 26, 96 total yards, and the Panthers took their opening game 36 to nothing. Wow! So 30 years ago, and we want to throw it out there for the names, the people. And I remember all those names. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, the things that I don't remember was that it was Rob Pass' first game as quarterback as a senior and. How about your first? Uh, t- how about your first game, Mark, as a senior, and you throw for five touchdowns? That, that's pretty good. That's not a bad bad thing. So yeah, I, it, it it it's amazing how this all progress. And then that's not to say Elder had a lot of games broadcast back then. I remember uh, Gary Ball and Anthony Munoz on AM ten fifty. They used to go around doing a game of the week. And, and Gary did that for years and years and years, did a fine job. And eventually what happened to Gary Ball, uh, a group of investors uh, started taking over the, uh, the, uh, the running of high school sports in northern Kentucky on AM 1320, which left kind of a void on AM 1050, which a couple of guys went in there and were doing games, and they were still doing the Ohio games. And that's about the time uh, where uh, – 
event, how I got involved with Prep Sports Radio. I was yeah. doing game, a scoreboard show while doing what we're doing now on, on AM 1320. And after a couple of years of doing it, I wanted to do the games that we're doing, GCL games, because I'm an elder guy. So I uh, came over there for a couple of years, and then uh, uh, the guys that were doing the game, they, they paid everybody but the radio station. The radio station said, we're booting these guys out. Hey, how would you, they asking me, would you like to control running the games? And, and I said, yeah, I guess I had to get, I'm not a play-by-play guy. That's not my talent. And I got uh, Richard Skinner and uh, we had another guy doing color. Eventually, we had Solomon Wilcox a few years later, and and so forth. But all throughout the years, we had John Lyons and uh, yeah. John Curtley. We had great, great announcers. But uh, that's how it all started, and and here we are. And it's amazing. I, I look back at all the things that have happened in all these years. Uh, you know, my kids have all grown up and gone to college and married, and, and they have kids and so forth. And, and most of the kids that were playing these games, I was doing them, figuring out in my head. They're in the late 40s. they got to be uh, yeah. 17, 18 years old. Right. That's what I was saying. Maybe that yeah. Hop kid. Dan Beckenham. It, it could be his dad. Uh, it could that, be, yeah. So. Drew's dad or Drew's uncle, probably yeah. one or the other. One or the other. You yeah. Don't, you don't know that. So uh, yeah. it's, it's hard to say. Uh, it, it's one of the things. We're going to take a timeout. We, Steve's working hard on the scores, and i got a but special guest. They're finally starting to roll in. So, okay. Uh, Hallelujah. All right, we're going to take a break, and i got a special guest sitting over, uh, relaxing over here, uh, who uh, is my son Craig, and he used to be our, our sideline reporter for years, and uh, something threw a monkey wrench into that last year where he yeah. couldn't do it, where the Army said, hey, how would you like to go spend a year in Kuwait and with his uh, National Guard group, and that's what he did. He's now back, and we'll talk to him a little bit about how much fun that was and all that was going on on that. But we're going to take our first time out. This is Prep Sports Radio Game Night not coming to you from La Rosa this week. We will be there next week, so don't forget to join us out there uh, next week. But when we come back, we'll get Steve to do uh, get the scores and updates when we come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365, 513-271-5000, 271-5000. 
Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Boutneau Avenue. And that is us. Uh, we are not at La Rosa's at Boutneau. We will be there next week. But joining us now with uh, a happy headset on his, on his head, uh, uh, Craig Bengal, my son, uh, and he is normally our uh, our color analyst, uh, not color analyst, our, our sideline reporter for many years, and didn't happen last year, Craig. Uh, the Army said, hey, we got a fun thing for you to do. Yeah, yeah. all was going as planned. I said my wife, is uh, Julie, was uh, we were eight months pregnant. Well, she was, not me. And, uh, <laughs> well, as a, as a family. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I remember the day, June 26th, I was just uh, went out in a business meeting in the morning, and uh, I got the call from uh, Major Palmer. Uh, hey, uh, Sergeant Bengal, uh, I'd let you know you've been, uh, you've been transferred uh, as a bench soldier to the 637th Chemical Company. Uh, I think they're heading for deployment. I think that's why they, they both pulled you. So I called the 637th. They said, yes, we are deploying to Kuwait. We are leaving in two months. Uh <laughs> And, uh, and we that, that was a shock. Yeah, that was that was really a shock. So definitely that was not in the life plan. Uh, you, you always knew it could happen being in the National Guard, but uh, you know when it actually happens, and especially when it's not your unit that you're going with, you're essentially going with you know people you've never been with. And uh, so I, you know, about a week after our daughter Jane was born, I was left for two weeks for training uh, up in Northern Ohio, and a month later we were in Fort Hood to mob out to go to Kuwait. So that was. Uh, it was a very surreal experience uh, after dealing with all, you know. Now, I, I, I want to give my hat, uh, tip of the hat, to your wife, Julie. Uh, of course, it's Julie Bangle, but her maiden name is Sunderman, and many people will know her uncle, Joe. He does a basketball game uh, play-by-play yeah. for uh, Xavier Basketball, yeah, wonderful old, guy, and her dad, Jim, good family, and and but Julie did a heck of a job with uh, little, uh, your daughter Jane, and and uh, it, it wasn't easy. And you know, being away for your your child's first year, I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, technology now to make things a little easier than it would have been in the past uh, with skyping and and all that and texting mm-hmm. and being a, in touch. But it, it is no duplicate no, of being around her. There's. You know, when I first saw her when I got back off the bus uh, in Dayton when we first got out, it, you know, Jane was a little bit bigger than I thought. Uh, she was always seen a little bit smaller in her pictures. And like I said, 10 years ago, you know, my brother, you know, Andy deployed to Kuwait, and, uh, you know, they had literally calling cards. That was all you had if you were lucky, you know, 20 bucks a, you know, five minutes or something like that. 
Uh, nowadays, you know, with Wi-Fi and the advent of technology, so I could FaceTime about two or three times a, a week, mostly on Saturdays and Sundays, and, uh, you know, get that, that visual of, you know, Julie and, and Jane, but it was not the same as obviously holding them or, or talking to them in person. And, you know, when Jane starts crying, there's nothing you can do on the phone, and it's just like, mm. you know, not to say the helpless feeling, but I, my wife definitely did uh, deserves all the credit in the world for uh <laughs> handling that, but uh, she was definitely, you know, when I got back, we're not doing that again. <laughs> and, you know, and there was these little, I mean, Jane's a perfectly healthy baby, and now, now little yeah. digestive issues, and then she uh, had a little, uh, it wasn't pneumonia, but I can't remember, it was some sort of a, she had to go in children's hospital. Yeah, I mean, she had it, high it, fever, it, she was there for about a week, I think. And so you're sitting there, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah and, and it's hard to, you know, you got a job, you a mission, so, you know, Kuwait, it's, it's not a, for most people, it's next to Iraq, but it's not uh, anything dangerous at all. It's 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 not a combat deployment or anything like that, but it does bring its own challenges. And then, you know, not to say you try to disconnect yourself as much as possible because there's nothing you can do, but it's it's hard sometimes when, you know, you had a sick daughter at home and there's nothing you can do because you were literally 7,000 miles away. So for those listening at home, they're like, well, you, you're in a chemical company, and uh, what do you do? And mm-hmm. but basically, you're 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 sent over there to be almost like the uh, fire department. Uh, if there's a chemical attack, a biological yeah. nuclear attack of some sort, that's when your unit gets called in. Yeah, we're uh, I'd say highly I'd say highly specialized. So in the entire Central Command um, over there for the Army, so that makes up uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Syria. Uh, Egypt, and then all the all the other stands, you know, Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, all all those other ones. So, uh, 150 soldiers uh, in the 637th was all that was deemed necessary for the entire Central Command, and uh, that's pretty much all that's over there at one time. So, if there is a chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear attack, we are the first unit in to help decontaminate uh, personnel, equipment, uh, people, environment, and uh, you know. It, like you said, you're a firefighter, so you're basically you're waiting uh, and, and hoping you and ho- never get caught. And hoping oh, you never, because yeah. uh, not say chemical, it's a, you know, nerve agents, sarin, and it's one probably one of the worst ways to die, and that's definitely nothing you would wish to happen while you were over there. So, uh, but unfortunately, it made it, I say, a boring for us. Yeah, well, boring is good. In yeah, this boring instance, is good, right? Well, number one, thank you for your service. Uh, it's a special type of person that. Uh, to do what you do and to do what you did. And thank God that you're back home safely. But I just want to mention that uh, your support system back home. Oh, yeah. You know, your dad mentioned uh, Julie, but, you know, your mom and dad, um, Mark and Teresa, and then your in-laws, Jim and Kathy, as well as, you know, your brothers and sisters and Julie's sisters, uh, that means a lot to you to give you comfort, right? when you're miles and miles. It, it's sometimes weird when you leave, uh, you find out who the closest people are. You know, you, you don't you don't realize how deep your support system goes. And, um, you know, we, we connected a lot with neighbors that we never talked to before. Uh, you know, Jane went over nights at the grandparents, you know, my parents or her parents, uh, different people picking her up at daycare because my wife works full-time as a nurse of children, so she has her own. Uh, work that she's got to do, and um, and I would say uh, definitely life rolled with the punches. Uh, I think the quote's right that uh, takes a, a community to raise a child. Yeah. It, it definitely uh, for Jane, she's uh, she's very lucky to have yeah. the support system she did. So she's very uh, she's a very friendly baby probably because of it. 
And I, I also heard you were pretty popular over there when you were bringing, you were giving gifts, like, not gifts, but they, uh, Skyline Chili and yes. the whole bit. You you brought Skyline Chili and you were pretty popular, I understand. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I was also very lucky. I had, um, I would say, if not the most, one of the most uh, amount of care packages and letters sent to me. Uh, my friends jokingly referred to me as the king of care packages. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would get them, and, and not to say sometimes you'd get like a 20 or 30 pound care package, and you know, I got to walk back to the barracks with it. And you're know, like, you know, it's you're thankful, but you're like, oh man, this is, this is <laughs> uh, you know, this is 10 minutes, 10 minute walk. Um, but yeah, I had, I had, was definitely hooked up with Skyline every week. Uh, every Thursday was wow. uh, spaghetti night in the, the dining facility. And I would bring a can of Skyline chili at a really uh, crummy uh, can opener, but I made it work, and <laughs> I, I still had some uh, some taste of home, thankfully. Good. Yeah, it, it, it's a long-growing thing. I know, uh, and we'll go into the scores here. Steve's getting them, but uh, I know before you left, we didn't want you to leave without uh, providing you a little send-off. And so, last end of last September, we uh, had a party at our house. Uh, I, I put up our Christmas tree. Uh, decorated the basement like it's Christmas. We had Christmas party. We had Easter party. We had Halloween for the kids. We had everything that was going to happen while you were gone. <laughs> yeah. But it, the only thing that was kind of odd, it was I, I, it was one of the hottest nights. Uh, <laughs> it, it had been like 98 degrees when I had Christmas music playing in the basement with all the lights yeah. on. But anyways, it was. Uh, I know it was not a substitute. Yeah. It was tough it, on it, December it was... 25th when you're you're away. But yeah, they. they... <laughs> I give credit to you know overseas. They they try to do as much as possible. Uh, they know everybody doesn't want to be there, and it's the holidays. So like you know Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, they gave us a big meal. Uh, they would give us sparkling champagne. Okay. <laughs> you know, for, they had a big lunch is what they would have. But uh, it was definitely it's a no replacement for being home. But that party was uh, kind of nice. And you know towards uh, you know once it gets to the summertime, it's 120 degrees and. 15 to 20 mile an hour wind every so it literally feels like a hair hair dryer in your hair Jeez. and uh uh sometimes you put on i for me i would put on christmas music just because i wanted to feel cold <laughs> yeah, yeah i just was tired of feeling hot yeah well what's it like i know the last couple questions here you got to feel great to be home and holding your little daughter jane and uh being around that stuff uh yeah it's uh <laughs> It's great to be back, and then you just, you know, her say, da, and turn around and look at me, and, you know, that was definitely probably my biggest apprehension getting back, because I was like, you know, I haven't been around her in ten and a half months, you know, when I left, she was literally a month and a half old, Yeah, yeah. you know, so I'm not, I don't have high expectations for her remembering anything, uh, but I think she's uh, definitely adjusted to me, and, you know, getting back to the swing of things, getting back to work, um, Seeing everybody, I mean, it's kind of yeah. weird now. I feel like I've been home for you know a while, and I'll still see people I haven't seen, and it's like, oh yeah, I've been home. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 different for sure. Well, from the Prep Sports Radio Network, uh, thank you for being for your service again, and it's great to see a big yeah, guy. And one of these yeah. days, there's some big games coming up. We're going to stick a mic yeah. in your hand. You're going to walk the sideline again. Yeah, so. yeah, they'll, they'll definitely uh, then they'll come up. Get right back on that horse and ride it. Yeah, <laughs> especially with how good they're playing. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. fun get, to be down there. You get hooked. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's switch over to you do some score updates. I don't have the Steve Geist music since we had to switch back to the old timer machine, but uh, let's uh, run uh, down what we got. I can do it without without the, the drum core in the background, and we're going to do something a little bit different tonight, too. I'm going to get, do some partial scores because of the way uh, 
the Elder game got over early. I'm not quite sure if we're going to be around for the end of some of these games, so I'm going to hit a few fourth-quarter scores as well. Uh, fourth quarter, Princeton over Milford, 21-7. to Final, Turpin, 35, Lakota East, 21. Middletown over the Western Hills tonight, 49 to nothing. Colerain wins over Uber Heights, Wayne, 28-19. to it was Fairfield 33, Centerville Elks 7, Springboro 34, Mason 7. In a partial coming down, this is going to be a close one. In the fourth quarter right now, Anderson is over Simon Kenton 39-38. to So Simon Kenton came roaring back in that one, and uh, we don't have a final on that fourth quarter. One point difference in that one. It was Kings in a final over Lebanon 34-20. to Game you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, Elder 41, Gahana Lincoln 6. Uh, St. X in the fourth quarter is over Brownsburg 38-17. to No final on that one. In overtime, Baden loses to Ross 19-20. to So uh, close game there, 19-20. to Overtime, Baden loses to Ross. It was Edgewood 34, Monroe 6, Little Miami 35, West Carrollton 14. Washington over Blanchester, 26 to nothing. Clinton Massey, 59. East Clinton takes it hard, zero. There's Springboro, 34. Mason, seven. Butler loses to Harrison tonight, 38 to six. West Jefferson, big over Lachlan, 53 to seven. New Miami, 32. Gamble Montessori, six. Winton Woods, 36. Trotwood Madison, seven. South of the border, Ludlow over Bracken County, 36 to nothing. In the fourth quarter, uh, Covington Catholics up uh, 42 to nothing. We're going to call that one. Uh, I don't With think, all the precincts in. Yeah, I don't think Campbell County's got a, a, enough humps to get Those back. Those camels are done. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, coming down to the end, uh, Beachwood traveled to Paintsville tonight. They're down 19 to 14 in in the fourth. Walton. Man, they need another coat. <laughs> they're getting a they're just getting a slight shellacking right now. <laughs> Walton Verona seventeen, Holy Cross nothing. That's the final. Cooper thirteen, Newport Central Catholic seven. That's the final. Ryle over Connor tonight thirty four to ten. Scott over Lloyd seventeen to nothing. In Indiana it was Milan thirty five, Batesville fourteen. In the fourth quarter, Franklin County over Connorsville twenty eight to seven. South Dearborn thirty four, Madison nothing. And Greensburg loses to Triton Central. I don't know, I'm not even sure what that is, uh, 37 to 13. And those are all the scores we have in at this point, Mark and Tom. I thought that was a, a moon around Saturn, Triton, but uh, I don't know. Well, whatever it is, <laughs> they, they hosted Greensburg and uh, took care of them. All right, we're going to take one last time out. Uh, you're listening to Prep Sport Radio Game Night right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. You understand what it takes to get a job done right. At a Red Wing shoe store, we do the same. Taking the time to get to know you and the work you do helps us find exactly the right boot for your job. Backed by a wide selection of sizes and job-appropriate styles that are purpose-built for any job. Now that's what we call understanding by design. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Red Wing Shoes, Mall Avenue in Florence and on Glenway Avenue in Western Hills. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. 
sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Did you know you could help support Sacred Heart Radio by using the Amazon link at sunrisemorningshow.com? Just hover over the shop tab, choose the Amazon store, and a portion of your purchase comes back to us. To get and give, shop the Amazon store at sunrisemorningshow.com. Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to LaRosa's on Boutneau Avenue. And with just the last few minutes to go here in the game, uh, once, or the, the show, uh, the game tonight, you heard uh, Elder knocks off uh, Lincoln Gahana 41-6. to And, guys, uh, <clears throat> one of the interesting things that occurred this week on ESPN, they had a little uh, story on Kyle Rudolph. I think it aired on Sunday morning, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it was kind of funny because um, – the, the the video they were using uh, was when Kyle and his uh, brother were young and were still at Alley of Victory. I know the family eventually moved to visitation, visitation yeah. but I remember uh, the uniform they were wearing. My kids who were playing football had the same one. It was this uh, white uh, jersey with mesh on it, and it said Victory on it with your name and number on it. And I tell you what, after a couple of times through the wash, uh, letters start <laughs> popping off of the jerseys, and, uh, yeah. and you could see... Uh, uh, on Kyle, so I'm like, yeah, yeah that, I remember that jersey there. The same thing was happening to my kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was coming off. But I do remember, because uh, my son Matt was playing football, and he was uh, a year or two older than Kyle, and, and I can remember uh, you, you, you'd you have uh, the Ponies play, and then the Peewees play, and then the Varsity would play, so you would watch the end of the uh, of the Pony game, and, and he was always a head or two higher taller than everybody sure. it just a force sure. at that time well, obviously i didn't say i bet someday that yeah. guy's going to be playing in the nfl <laughs> i tell you like that but uh, yeah. uh but it was a good good story it was very moving and and uh, talked about the uh, uh the little unit hospital unit they have up in uh the children's hospital in minnesota and uh, that uh, kyle and his wife uh, put together and and uh and the relationships he's had with some uh very special uh, children that are sure. have, uh, are very sick. Some of one and passed away, and it was very very moving story. So hats off, Kyle's a great guy. Of course, we all got to see him at the the sports tag this year. He did a wonderful job. It was the right. if you wanted to, uh, I guess, 
push the limits of what the fire department lets into a building at Elder, have Kyle Rudolph come back because it was wall-to-wall people. And yeah. I, the year before, we had Solomon Wilcox there, and that was a really good crowd and a great time. But uh, uh, Kyle really, really, really uh, had them packed in. And the other thing, uh, at the end of the dance club, we got to walk into the the, the fitness room, Steve, uh, uh, over at the pit, the brand new fitness center, and if you the place it, is outstanding. If you haven't been there, I, I I've driven by it. I haven't been up close in it. Uh, you'll see it next week when you come to the pit for the first time uh, to the game. Or if you pick your tickets up, you have to go right by it. It's basically where the the uh, old the parking lot between Elder and Seton. Uh, was it's now mostly this building, and it's a beautiful building. It is. It's beautiful, and they have a whole second floor that they're still developing. They have some ideas on what they want to do with that space, so they're still looking to, to develop that. And they have, uh, you know, they want to get. One of the things I thought was funny is uh, how many years later they they still, when it's cold weather, some of the teams will run up and down the third floor halls. So now they don't have to do that once they finally get this conversion. Yeah, they're talking about they want to have a multi-purpose floor that is good for running on and workouts on and so forth, but also to where they uh, can use it for meetings and so forth and all that. So it's a great idea, and Kyle Rudolph got it started. And one of the things Doug said on Tuesday night was uh, that the players are able to work out with the weights all at the same time where in past years, Offense was still on the field, and the defense was able to need. They were working with the weight, so now they don't have to separate their schedules. They can kind of get it, so it, it flows better. Is what he Doug said on Tuesday. It flows a lot better, and they can all work out together. All right, let's do some scores here. I just, uh, I just have uh, three that I want to get that we haven't gotten to yet because of uh, the earliness of the elder game. Um, you know, we got out of there quick, and a lot of games aren't finished yet. But LaSalle is up over uh, Lakota West right now in the fourth quarter, 31-7. to Princeton is over Milford, 28-7 to in the fourth. And a final, Madeira over Norwood, 42 to nothing. And those are the, the last three I want to drag in here tonight. And those are the some of the biggest games that a lot of all the press were following and going after. So that uh, uh, hats off to Pat McLaughlin out at uh, LaSalle. Big win tonight, knocking off. Tom Bolden's Lakota West. Uh, I tell you, uh, Tom's going to get things going up there right there. We're talking about uh, even at their uh, scrimmage game, uh, there was more students and more people at the game than they normally get at a regular season game. So they're excited about it. Yeah. Lost tonight, uh, Cam Porter, the running back out at LaSalle. I know he's the real deal. And I guess his name was Jake Seibert. I guess he's yeah. going to La- Ohio State. State. Uh, re- recruiters uh, across the country say he's the number one kicker in the country. So, uh, and, that, and that's such a big weapon at the high school level. It's, it is. It is. It, it yeah. is. If whether you you make it or not, you got to start at the. You get at least in yeah, the end zone. You, start you don't at the get point. penalized for missing it. No. Yeah. So uh, of course, uh, guys, next week uh, we'll be broadcasting at the pit. Looking forward to that. We will be at La Rosa's on Budna. We'll have some special guests there as well. Uh, we're working on that right now. And uh, we hope to see you out at the pit and at La Rosa's on Boudinot following the game next week because uh, right now we're at an undisclosed hidden location. And, and hopefully I'll have more scores for you. Uh, one, of the, one of the other things with week one, like teams getting the, uh, their, their, their legs under them, it's like between seasons uh, web developers like to change their websites and 
sometimes it's like a treasure hunt to figure out uh, where scores are. I haven't been on Yappy all year because you have now you have to download an app to update the app. So, uh, and, and I, I couldn't navigate it. And I didn't have time to download. Anyways, I, I'll, I'll deal with that this week. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's hard to get some knucklehead named Omar that posts every other post on the other site. Uh, it's the same clown saying the same nonsense. Yeah, it, it makes it almost unlistenable. Please, Omar, stop posting stuff. It ruins the site. Uh, that's my politically incorrect thing. So that's all the time we have here. Special thanks to Kevin Kenny back at the studio producing tonight and also for everybody uh, facing down the storm down in, in Florida. Uh, well, that's what you get for living in paradise. So uh, <laughs> that's the way it goes. So we'll see you next week right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by Hoting Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the Wealth Management Team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, your Westside Skyline Chili location. The Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.